0: back to the City of and Podcast, I'm Ryan, your host and as well always I'm joined with fellow co-host of the City of and Podcast, William. Hello there. Hello there. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. This is going to be a long episode. So, what do we normally... It's a long Saturday we, night, guys. We, <laughs> it's, it's a, pl- a long we, Saturday night. What do we bloody normally do on the podcast, Will? What do we... Well, we usually
1: we usually watch a movie beforehand, no whether m- that be an old movie or a new movie or a middle movie.
0: A middle movie? What class is yeah, a middle movie? Uh, you don't need to know, mate, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell
1: you afterwards. Okay. Um, yes. Especially those middle movies. <laughs> yeah, middle movies. Um, We're going to have them. to come up with a category for middle movies. <laughs> I wish there was a middle movie category on Netflix. That's irrelevant, anyway. Is um, a middle
0: movie one of those ones that you just completely forget existed? Because obviously you have older movies like Godfather. You're like, oh, you, well, we know about those. We know Jurassic Park, we know Jaws. And Then you have new movies like... Free Guy and The Suicide Squad. It's basically like,
1: everything oh, from yeah. the 90s yeah. that isn't old enough to be considered old or classic. Yeah. yeah,
0: and you're just like fuck, they made a lecture? <laughs> 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 oh shit, yeah. they do. Yeah, Christ. That happened. Um, but usually we pick a movie uh, and then we talk about it and we talk about TV how we liked also, it we could do, or TV about, show yeah. or games
1: or music um, which anything. we do we do have some TV shows coming up to talk about because yes. obviously Sex Ed is starting soon and Sex Ed is starting soon What If is happening What is happening right now
0: yeah. have you seen a new What If
1: I watched a reaction to it okay. so I've watched a part mentalized That's, version of it
0: it's like 30 minutes long I saw it the other day
1: Yeah, from what I saw of it in the um, from what footage was allowed to be used which was only about 10 minutes it looked alright yeah. it looked fun woo um what if (laughs) innit what do you want um but today kind of continuing the theme of last time yeah we're talking about last time we talked about movies that would would be rewritten from a different character's perspective perspective yeah instead of just rebooted from the same character's perspective
0: and i thought of this topic because i'm 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 gonna be straight up i heard the topic come up on a separate podcast that i was listening to and i was like you know what I want to do that because I can think of them a lot. And it's basically movies that were in production or announced that had since been cancelled that were really intriguing or drastically changed mid-production. Um, yeah, we'll get into those. I've got like 17 that I want to talk about.
1: You've got a lot. I think I've, I've got, got a lot. two in my head. Yeah, and that's fine. That's it.
0: That's all right. We can uh, we can discuss those. But, as always, with every single pod- podcast that we do, we talk about the news. News of the week, what's happened in the world, and what do we find interesting. Um, this has been good, bad, ugly, annoying, stupid. We're all here to talk about it. Do you want to go ahead first? What do you, what do you want? Yeah, I'll kick some off. Why Did not? You, what do you want? <laughs> Did you know? No. Okay. That <laughs> That's why this news, Will. <laughs>
1: that Margot Robbie... Yes.
0: Uh, did that whole uh, stealing this key stunt. Oh, with her feet well, and stuff. Yeah. And, oh, nice. She did that whole stunt by herself. Uh, spoilers for the Suicide Squad real quickly. Um, There's a and,
1: very uh, cool it, scene where Holly really awesome. Queen, Holly uh, Harley Queen, Holly Harley Quinn, Holly <laughs> where she is a queen. She is a bloody queen, mate. <laughs> but she has to kind of break out of some shackles she's in and, and take down the guard that's guarding her. Yeah. Um, and she does this really cool, like, I guess, like, trapeze gymnast artist thing. Oh,
0: yeah. Where yeah. she
1: like, you know, similar to kind of some of the weird stuff she was doing in the first movie, although well,
0: um, it's it's I think it's most certainly more realized in the Suicide Squad, the new one, and Birds of Prey that you kind of realize how good and why Harley Quinn is as much of a villain and capable of doing anything that she can do. Because at first glimpses, she's, she's
1: just like. You is might it, just label her as the Joker's sidekick, a but girl, she's
0: Girl with a Bat, especially I, in the I first love, Suicide Squad film. Yeah, you're just like, oh, you're you're a person. Well, they Good kind of
1: you. they kind of present all the things that make her great, but they
0: do nothing. They with do it.
1: it from the. I watched a really interesting yeah. video about the male gaze the other day, and like how Harley Quinn is completely from that. In Birds of Prey, however, and in this movie, she's that's not what she yeah. happens. It's not from um, a, you know a male perspective of those talents or her you know abilities. Um, that she's garnered over the years. It's framed as just that's what she does. Yeah. Um. And what I really like is that they lean into the whole like, you know, she's got a bit of a gymnast background. Yeah. She's you know she very she's good with acrobatics and things, yeah. which makes her just takes her from just a mad woman with a bat or a gun or a javelin right. in yeah. this movie <laughs> into um.
0: No, she's completely capable you know. and yeah, she's, uh, I, um, she's dangerous. I got to say, I I rewatched um the Suicide Squad, uh, with my mum when I went back for a couple of days. Oh yeah. Uh, the other day. And I gotta say, I do love the film. <laughs> um, now I'll, I'll just say a little bit extra to what, I'm not going to go into any spoilers or anything like that, but you know, we made a couple points and not so many disagreements, but there was, there was some things that we were like, yeah, it's fine. It's a, it's a, it's a kind of generic movie that is weird, wacky.
1: I had fun with it. Yeah. It's definitely better than the first one. Yeah. But I, for the reasons I said in the video, I, yeah. I wasn't blown away by it by any means. Yeah.
0: I think the more I've like thought about it, hey Rusty, you're in chat. We're also streaming on Twitch, so if you want to head over there then you can do. Um but when I rewatched it the other day, I was like, I'm not only am I having so much fun, every single yeah. character is useful and there's a reason for every single one of them to be where they are and they're so randomly unique. The visuals are just stunning and they actually are characters. <laughs> None of them... It, I don't know. It's just everything that the first one isn't. Um, and I kind of want to go into a little bit about like the old Suicide Squad and sort of the David Ayer cut, which is sort of released the Ayer cut, which has been trending on Twitter for the last couple of days, which has been kind of... Okay, yeah, for a... You know, there's, from an artistic sport point of view, yeah, you do want people to like, have their vision. There's a part of me vision. that does want to see
1: it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I want to see what exactly... David Ayer's vision with the first Suicide Squad was.
0: Um, well, I can talk to you about a couple bits of that. Oh shit, um, he's got, got information. But, but the last, the last thing I want to say about um, Weasel, useful. Um, yeah, no, not into any spoilers, but fuck it, why not? And I, I just, you know, the humour really hit with me. I mean, stuff in the first I'm sure, film, uh, I'm sure Weasel's English. useful for something. Yeah, he killed twenty-seven children. <laughs> that's what you, that's what they say in the film. Um, no, but yeah, so well i would say if i was to like rank oh if i was if i was to rank the dceu films yes. i would probably have shazam still at top for me then i'd probably have the suicide squad and then probably wonder woman last the only reason why you'd, I put you'd have
1: wonder for- woman above the schneider cut yeah okay
0: yeah i would to be honest like as much as i as much as i'd probably need to rewatch the the schneider cut again but a it's four hours long and b there's a couple of things that i like looking back on it, i'm like yeah like batman's still a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah uh, like he's more useful in like a combat sense but he is still a still a like i say he's he's, he's not intelligent at all and he, no he's he's a very he's, um
1: it's like the thing you said this the other day when you were watching the video batman's about like
0: four main core four points main
1: core it. points as a as a superhero and and you know zack schneider very clearly likes just one of them yeah and accentuates that a
0: yeah lot. I, d- I did watch a, a video which basically breaks it down into it's his integrity it's his intelligence it's his physical prowess and it is also his uh fuck what have i said intelligence integrity physical prowess and
1: well it's like uh physicality will intelligence oh, uh, mind,
0: uh, yeah and his willpower or whatever whatever that means. Um, yeah, and it's like Batman in the, the Zack Snyder's Justice League and just any other of Zack Snyder's films, he is not intelligent at all. He's kind of an idiot. Um, you know, oh yeah, let's, um, let's go r- revive Superman, but I'm not going to take any precautions at all just in case the worst happens and that does happen. Like, I'm not going to you know have any sort of kryptonite on me just in case he yeah, goes this rogue. Is Batman, like we're come talking on, about. Mate. the guy's
1: always prepared for
0: yeah he's prepared to like the worst case scenario his integrity it's a guy who
1: literally wrote a program
0: about how to kill the justice league yeah as a contingency plan yeah and also he has no integrity because he kills people so that's out the window i mean his willpower could be there maybe you can barely see it And obviously, like, his physical prowess, yeah, cool. He's probably the strongest Batman we've ever seen, and he breaks people's necks. Cool, good for you. Anyway, um, but no, the reason why I'd have Wonder Woman third is because, you know, the last act of it is a bit of a mess. It's kind of shit. I don't know
1: whether it's a mess. It's just very generic.
0: It's very generic, and it's almost as if Zack Snyder came in and was like, oh, yeah, but where's the, where's the giant action scene at the end with like loads of smoke and CGI and b- blowing up and shit? You've got all this budget for fire left. Why is yeah, there no why fire? Is, why is there no fire? <laughs> and really cool screenshots. So that's why... But, like, with The Suicide Squad, I was like, yeah, just everything about us, I can't really fault, to be honest. So CGI is out of this... Like, honestly, I was stunned even more. Like, how good King Shark looks, how good... The villain at the end looks. There's, there's no one point in that watching watch, watch that film when I was like, "Oh, that looked a bit off." No, everything looks spotless. To be fair, it's one of the best looking superhero films out there. I feel. Um, anyway, the David Ayer. Would you put Joker top of that list? Um, from a, uh, from, yeah, from a different. Cause I, I guess it's guess not part of the DCEU. EU. I guess. Uh, well, yeah. Actually, you know what? Joker would probably be like if you were to include that film i'll probably be like second or first or you know be definitely out there top five um i guess yeah from like a a good looking perspective what i mean is the suicide squad has so much cgi and there's not a lot of it that you're like okay that looks pretty bad joker barely has any cgi but it still looks phenomenal so it looks phenomenal in a different sense i'd
1: say joker's the better movie probably yeah yeah um but then again it's a different kind of movie it's a different
0: kind of movie and then like we'll probably do a um uh what am i going to say we'll probably do like a joker episode soon or ish because i really want to talk about it and there's that argument now Oh, it's just like taxi driver or it's just like king of comedy but i can't really make that comparison because we haven't seen the other two films i've seen taxi driver you've seen taxi driver yeah but you
1: could good film that is
0: yeah, I really want to see it. Yeah, um, we should watch that. That's good. We'd definitely. Nero in it. Uh, no, to the Hot Toy. Yeah, they released the Hot um, Toy or announced the Hot Toy of King Shark. I really want it. <laughs>
1: um, Cool. I, I do want it. I, I did a little dive into... In, just as a side note, because you brought up Hot Toys. I, yeah. I, I did a little dive into... Batman, because I you. obviously went home you and, hooked? I, and I um no I I saw the one that you bought me oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah I got your pride Christmas. of place on the shelf and then I dived into a little Arkham like rabbit hole yeah And was looking at like the meaning of the ending of Batman Arkham Knight. and I was like I need to play these games again
0: Fine. yeah I need to... well we talked about the uh, yeah. the first Arkham game uh, a couple of weeks back we which did very yeah. good yeah we better do the other um, two. Um, we better, as if I'm threatening we. you. <laughs> we better, <laughs> we better do it. Um, anyway, David Ayer cut of the Suicide Squad. Um, I kind of want to talk about that because you know what? Fine, David yeah. Ayer. You kind of after you've given Zack Snyder his version of Justice League, regardless of whether it was bad or good or better or whatever, it, he had his own vision and he brought it out. So there was a couple of uh, script notes slash scenes that were basically said oh yeah this was David Ayer's version um Harley Quinn and Deadshot kiss and they get together in the film and that's a that's a thing that happens I've got like screenshots and everything like okay oh bloody hell There's does does, oh, an actual screenshot ladies does, and gentlemen does that
1: make sense it happens in the animated movie does it oh. have you not seen the Arkham
0: anime? No, um, Escape from Arkham uh, it's cool. blasphemy of me but no I haven't
1: oh we need to watch that it's quite yeah. good okay we'll watch that um they do get together dead shot i think in i think it,
0: don't shoot me comic book fans oh you shoot him but i got my gun ready
1: um <laughs> i think that it's in the comics that they have a bit of a thing yeah i, I've, I, I like don't read. think it's particularly any, anything deep or anything like that yeah um because harley quinn is a bit mad woman she always ends up going back to the joker anyway but yeah um yeah i think they do have a bit of it like there's a, a there's a, a part romance. of them that that which they kind of lean on a little bit in the first movie but they don't really lean on it that much yeah.
0: um Edited it's all s-
1: surface level stuff uh,
0: um
1: but they have like you know they they have a connection of some sort they see like a you know a connection and a good in each other um in a similar way that you saw in the second movie between or uh the, the suicide squad between harley and um
0: yeah
1: oh well all of them in a way that were in the first one but particularly harley and deadshot it was mainly no of those. what's his name brick
0: flag oh yeah yeah yeah. joel yeah. killerman's yeah um character
1: yeah quite, bl- there's little little bits where they like smile at each other and like yeah just, they you know
0: Like that's that's another point is like each of the characters is so much better in the suicide squad i feel it's like it's not harley quinn just oh look how hot she is and she's crazy through the male gaze through the male gaze and stuff like that Joel Kinnaman is a bit of a fucking doofus in the first Suicide Squad film but in this new one he's actually capable he's a leader he knows what he's doing he is friendly with all of the villains that he comes across and yeah it's the film's so good holy shit Um, there's also like little transcripts that I kind of want to read to you um, of the David Ayer cut Um, so, remember the, uh, Deadshot and Batman interaction in the first Suicide Squad film, and we know how kind of out of touch, well, not out of touch, but weird, and that was, well, there was a, right, let me just read it, so, quote, A gloved hand lands on Deadshot's shoulder, he freezes, camera reveal, Batman. Deadshot says, now here, I'm with my kid. And then Batman, apparently, is meant to say, take a good look at her, she'll have grey hair when you see her again that's um, that batman saying that that's not in his character at all um that's that's evil batman wouldn't do that surely i don't know i mean Batflex batman probably because he murders people and no, he doesn't like, give a shit the but...
1: reason i'm hesitating is that i i basically watched i watched the thing about how arkham knight ends and i watched the like explanation of how spoilers for anybody who hasn't played the game yeah um Major spoilers, but uh how Bruce Wayne doesn't actually die in the end, even yeah. though he fakes his death. But the reason he fakes his death is he knows that he can't live a dual life anymore. Yeah, he has to fully succumb to being Batman. Yeah, and like there's this whole bit about how at the end when he gets injected with the fear gas, Joker takes over his mind and is running wild. That's and a then, really
0: good sequence. Yeah, it's... and then
1: he gets injected again, and then obviously because it's Joker that's currently inhabiting his body. It's Joker's worst fear. So then you live Joker's worst fear. And it's not like, it's not Bruce. There's no hint of Bruce Wayne in that sequence. It is the Batman that is coming to get the Joker. And there's the bit where he wakes up and he like grabs Crane and he's like, and he goes into that like sinister mode of just laser focus. Yeah. Which is kind of a little bit like that. I I would agree that that's a bit. Threatening, but I, think, I don't think it's out of the realm of the Batman
0: to I, I, just be stone cold because that's what he is. I guess what I'm trying to say is Batman, yeah, he needs to be intimidating, but like Deadshot says, I'm with my kid. Like, out of anyone in the entire DC universe that would understand what it's like to be traumatized and having your parents face somewhat like, you know, what it seems to them as certain death, Batman, come on, mate. You don't want to traumatize your kid, like. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Traumatize I suppose the there's kid. that angle. I didn't think of that. And yeah. it's just—it sounds like something that a villain would say. You know, you know, a villain would say to a hero, "Is oh, take a look at your your loved ones. You'll see them never again, or you'll see them when you have grey hair next." It's Like that's, it's not a hero thing to say. Surely, I don't know. Um, so I don't but, know. I think there's some darker
1: versions of Batman that it works with. True. Yeah. Um,
0: I guess I am comic sort of, book
1: wise. I don't. Uh, let's put it this way. I could see the Dark Knight Returns Batman saying that.
0: To be honest, I haven't actually seen that film in a long time, so I need to watch those as well. Holy shit, I need to go on a Batman marathon. Would
1: you like to borrow the graphic novel at some point to read as well?
0: Oh, okay. Because it's really good.
1: It's really
0: Wait, fun. did you say Batman Returns?
1: Batman Returns. No, ba- no the, Dark, the Dark, Knight, Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns, yeah, yeah. The one that hasn't been made That's into it. a live-action movie. Well, they tried to. Zack Snyder tried to. to. Didn't,
0: Didn't work. Anyway, um, there's, there's another bit where... Joker meets with uh, Harley Quinn and Harley Quinn they have that interaction and just the first line in this script is it's like fan fiction so I'll read it Joker peels off his prison top he's ripped like an MMA fighter (laughs) fuck I can't even get past (laughs) that I can't even get he's been broken ladies and gentlemen so Joker peels off his prison top he's ripped like an MMA fighter his shock white skin is tatted up his cunning eyes burn with malice towards all he we hold dear. He powers up an electric <laughs> electro machine, and then they have a conversation. Just yeah, I don't know if you want to read that, but it's just it's something. It is certainly something that I'm just like, yeah, kind of have your vision, but I'm sort of losing hope that it'll be any good. <laughs> I mean, it'll probably be better than I think it we will. Had. It will
1: be like the the Schneider cut. It will be. It won't be everybody's cup of tea, but at least it will be a cohesive fucking movie. Oh, yeah. And it will be enjoyable to a certain extent. And you'll be able to come out of it and go, oh, yeah, I enjoyed myself.
0: Mm, Better.
1: It's not going to be... It's not going to be necessarily... But here's the thing. Like, there are are two types of... Well, there's not... There's many types of superhero movies, but there are two archetypes of superhero movies on there. There's the dark superhero movie, and then there's the Marvel superhero movie. Yes. And... You're somebody who clearly leans slightly more to, although you enjoy the dark ones as well. Yeah. But you, you, I think you would. I think it's more engaging for people to get involved with a Suicide Squad, for example, the Suicide Squad, for example. This is getting yeah. us so fucking, confused. fucking. Why didn't they call it? something Why didn't different? they call it something else? <laughs> <laughs> Harley and Rick go to the mall. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, should have
0: called it a Harley Quinn film. I don't know. Uh, they should. <laughs> they should have done um but yeah um but yeah
1: i think it's more it's more accessible in a certain way um whereas you know it's okay having a a darker vision of of you know it's okay having a darker vision of a superhero movie yeah just as long as it's you know as long as it's cohesive all as the way through
0: you, i don't really it doesn't really bother me about, like, how dark the tone is or how light the tone is, how much fun you have or whatever. As long as the characters are good, I don't really give a shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's... Like, yeah,
0: that's... The, that's the main thing that I'm looking for.
1: That's the truth behind the matter, isn't it? Um, yeah. Like, the, and this is the thing, is, like... I'm going to make a and d comparison. Go on, then. I've got to get uh, one in at yes. least every episode.
0: Yeah, so I wonder um, what run we are on. Is this the 10th in a row? Maybe. it <laughs> no, be great. Don't, don't, I'm
1: not counting. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I, I'm not either. Um... We should maybe run a prize for how many times Will mentions D and D in a podcast. <laughs> Take a shot every time you um, mention D D. <laughs> oh god, yes. no, it'd be good. Um, but yeah, anyway, you know, one of the things I always hark on about that I love D and D for is that like there's there's every facet of a story in that. Like D and D can be so silly at times, and yeah, you can just roll can. with the punches and just have a load of random ass fun.
0: Most. You know, D and D players. You can either have a player that you are more invested in the RP or the game mechanics and how D and D is played. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine it either doesn't, way.
1: Doesn't matter what you're invested in and what your favourite things at the table are. I think. I think like we, we were discussing this with Ed, weren't we? Yeah. That. Um, I think every D and D player loves all the aspects of it, but there are certain ones that you enjoy more. Yeah. Uh, depending on your individual. And depending on, you know, how DM, you like to play your game and how yeah. and your DM affects it and kind of yeah. how your DM DMs things and, and also kind of structures the story. But I think the one thing that is great right about D&D is the characters. Yeah. Like, cause like to use the example of like critical role, for example, the two campaigns are very different. Yeah, my campaign two is a lot more silly.
0: I think I'm going to be starting campaign two tomorrow night. Yeah, good boy. Tomorrow, tomorrow night because I finally caught up with all the podcasts. Curious I'm listening beginnings. To. Yes, you're going to really gonna.
1: enjoy campaign two. I That's think you. I think you will. Well, I don't know my prediction actually because I don't. I don't know. You. You will enjoy it. Yeah. But you'll have a lot of fun. It'll be with Great. It. Yes. You'll have a lot of fun with it. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, but what I love is that even though in a way, campaign two is less serious. Mm. It probably has the same amount of serious heartfelt moments in it but even though the characters are so wild they, yeah. they are so different from the characters in the first campaign that that were almost kind of catered towards the the silliness and the fun they had was kind of it wasn't the go-to for those characters. It was kind of the letting off steam. The go-to was yeah. the kind of family aspect and the interaction with NPCs. Whereas the second campaign it's very much a calamity of disasters. <laughs> um, but what I love is that both campaigns hit that note of because the characters are so good. Yeah. When the character moments come along, you're like, this is why yeah. I'm watching this. I, Truly, this is why I'm watching this. I think...
0: Yeah, going back to and it's the
1: the same with movies, isn't it? Yeah, you can have a silly movie, you can have a more serious movie. As long as the characters are good. Guardians of the Galaxy is is
0: like the perfect point of that. It's like fucking Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Spoilers if you haven't seen that. It's a giant fucking planet at the end is the villain. How dumb is that? I'm gonna have a very dumb. Yeah, but. It's probably one of the most emotional Marvel films I've ever seen, because it's all about fatherhood and losing your real father, but then realise, you know, the whole Yondu thing at the end, when he dies, Mary and he's Papa's like, and Mary is like he, w- he might have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy, and it's like, oh, God, you're right He was He me. wasn't your daddy, so, ding dong. Yeah, he <laughs> bloody got him. Got him. Um, yeah.
1: No, but that's... It's changed context. You since know, that that's movie came one
0: out. of the best Marvel emotional moments yeah. in the MCU, most certainly because um, they're good characters. Like, yeah, there's a talking raccoon and a talking tree and a talking giant planet and fucking whatever. There's a, there's a dog in Marvel called Cosmo. Yeah. The and space that's, dog. and that's,
1: that's one of the things harking like, back yeah. to the Suicide Squad, why the Suicide Squad was so enjoyable is because yeah. it was... The characters were really well-written. They were yeah. really cool. Maybe they didn't explore them in the ways that i would have wanted but that's fine it was enough it, it was yeah, yeah they were really the, well the, the, the written the sequence written, they, when, you know you the know, interactions with
0: each other the, the interactions with the world around them felt authentic there is a a minibus sequence when they're all talking about you know especially Ratcatcher, her backstory and that's a great it's the, one the, of the best the, scenes of the movie best scenes in the movie and also one of the sort of exploring a little bit more about like the whole daddy issues thing with blood sport it's like this is this is it this is the stuff we come here for and it's so good yeah yeah there's a Giant shark you only in in the you bag, only but. need
1: one or two of those moments in your film to make it really good. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to do a deep character piece or anything. You just yeah. can, just you know, humanizing the story once or twice is really good. Yeah, something that the first Suicide Squad movie fails to do. Yeah, it doesn't stop to humanize it. Well, they try to with the bar scene, I suppose. But that was
0: just too little, too late. It's just too, that, that happens too much comedy. right right at the end of the film, and you're like, I'm all, I already hate. There's this also film. too much comedy. in it. <laughs> Oh, Attempted comedy, yeah. Comedy. That's yeah. what I mean. Um, Puns. Um, speaking of critical role, they yes. did Xandria um, Unlimited, didn't they? Yeah, I'm on, is... I'm on the
1: fourth episode now.
0: Is it the last one?
1: Uh, it was I... the last one this week, just gone.
0: Yeah, that's what I was about to yeah. say. Because they they've Eighth and final up. episode. Eighth,
1: and you're only on the fourth.
0: What's with you, man? We slacking,
1: mate. I'll be brutally honest with you. I've struggled to get into it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh damn This is me being brutally honest. Yeah. I. I'm going to preface this by saying that Iron Guy is a superb DM and I need to see more of her having yeah. watched her for four episodes. I'm like, how have I skipped out on you? Jeez, man, I need to go and... I know she's done some one-shot stuff and things for the official D&D channel, so I need to go and watch the Wizards of the Coast Twitch and stuff and get yeah. back on some of the one-shots she's done. Um, but it's the basically the premise of the show is that it's the first time Chris Role are handing over the reins of their show to another DM other than
0: Matt Mercer.
1: someone within the...
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Critical Role team. The
1: Critical Role team.
0: Because mm. um, usually it's
1: Matt, but they've all run one-shots of different pieces and stuff.
0: Is every single one of them done so? Because I know uh, Marisha as has. Ev- I know everybody... Liam has done a few. Sam Everybody's done... the end. Even Laura oh, and wait. Ashley. No,
1: hang on a minute. I don't think Ashley Johnson is done Yeah, I end. don't think
0: Ashley has. I know Taliesin has. I think has. Ashley's
1: the only one who hasn't. Come on, Ashley. When
0: did, when did Laura do it?
1: Uh, Laura did a uh, Harry Potter-themed
0: one. Oh, i got a shout out to uh Jem.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah. I think Matt, Liam, Travis, and Sam playing it, and cool. it's like a Hogwarts mini Hogwarts D and D adventure. It looks, looks, I haven't watched it, but it, apparently it's really good. Okay, I'm definitely um, gonna
0: get people involved with that.
1: Yeah, so they've all done it at least once, apart from Ashley. Yeah, uh, mainly because she's just not there enough. <laughs> Bless her. <laughs> Bless her. Um, to actually <laughs> to actually do it. Maybe maybe she will in the future. Work maybe of a professional content. Um, even Brian W. Foster is. Yeah, he do, did. The like um, Undeadwood and things, which is yeah. apparently really good. Um, but yeah, I've got horribly sidetracked. This is what happened. So you just haven't
0: got into... So basically, I watched the
1: first episode and there was a lot that I liked about it. Mm. There's a lot that I didn't necessarily enjoy. And number one, without giving too much away, it kind of covers a bit of territory that we've already had in Critical Role. Yeah. I, and this is, this is going to be me uh, uh, incoming will original story rant again i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen but if you have the world of exandria something that matt mercer has created who is a brilliant world builder there's a whole bloody book on it they're re-releasing the first book they released Mm. with a new updated stuff that looks amazing nice there's so much content for you to fit in this world there's so many places in exandria we haven't even seen yet and you choose to go back to the setting of the first campaign in the city that they revolve the story okay.
0: Yeah,
1: And while the characters are really cool and the story is fresh and it's, as far as I'm aware, because I haven't watched four episodes of the show, yeah. it's not linked into the previous campaigns. It is its own thing. Yeah. Um, and actually, the, the story is picking up now and it's getting better and better. Yeah. Um, interestingly, the further and further the way they move from the original setting. But I, I just, I can't, I was so distracted in the first couple of episodes Because it was like, oh, oh, we're hearing him on. And there was the fall of Amon with the Chroma Conclave. And it's like, yeah, we know. We know. I've watched it (laughs) several times over. (laughs) Like, and I've watched them discuss it. Like, it's all very well. And it's cool to see how the world has evolved since that happened in the first campaign. Yeah. Um, But it's like, mm, come on, like... When when a story does that, it kind of feels like even if it's doing it with original ideas, and this is just a critique that I have personally to me, other people may feel it different. Yeah. But it kind of feels like you've you've covered the ground already, and it's less engaging because it's kind of like a stuttering engine. It's not getting go- the story isn't picking up pace because we're kind of like oh we're, we're oh new bit of stuff oh old bit now I can kind of switch yeah. off new bit oh new bit old bit is it a bit nostalgia bait maybe? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh they also bring in a very, very well-known NPC from the first campaign. And he's only in it for, like, an hour of yeah. the episode. But it's just, like, it's great to see him, see somebody else play that character Ooh. in Matt's world, sorry. Right. Um, but it's also it's also still ground. Revo- it's, it was, it's almost like we the story of this character is complete in the eyes of me, anyway, as a Critical Role fan yeah so unless it really you know needs to be covered again What's then the why are we covering why are we checking yeah. in with this this person i suppose it's kind of a nostalgia basedy thing yeah um there were characters from the first campaign that cropped up in campaign two but they were done so well by matt because nothing was ever connected to anything yeah and maybe it's because they're in the same setting as the first campaign and there was a lot of kind of drop hint hint here here about different things and there's mention about Keylith and stuff and it's like you can have little easter eggs yeah you can have easter late. eggs but like when 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 you're tr- i guess when you're trying to set something apart and you immediately reference you know the, the first big reference and i'll give you this for yeah, free the first big reference in campaign two for critical world campaign one apart from a mention and as an aside comes in episode 80 Jesus of episode eighty, yes. Yeah. When they meet a certain NPC from the first campaign, is that Alora? Yes. It might yeah, be. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's I know an, some it's an awesome moment. Yeah. Um, but it's handled really well by Matt yeah. because it doesn't feel forced. It feels it doesn't feel contrived in any way of just like oh here's this character remember me. Mm. Um, it's not like oh you randomly go to this place oh look at who it is it's everybody's favorite NPC. It's like no you you this NPC is now part of your story because you kind of fell down a rabbit hole that led you to them yeah that makes sense they know this other person that you're trying to find it wasn't
0: wasn't railroaded into a it wasn't railroading no
1: and speaking of railroading um i understand that it's a eight episode campaign Mm. and this very much comes down to your preference as a D &D player in a dm as well if you're running a one-shot there has to be a certain amount of railroading otherwise you're never going to get anywhere in the story <laughs> and you're just going to be running in circles for eight episodes yeah. if you let the players truly do what they want to do but there's a particular element in which the dm makes a decision to basically she makes a decision for every single member of the party to go somewhere yeah and there was just a part of me that felt like it was a little bit too far with the railroading it was kind of you know, RP games are so great is because you get to play the role. You get the choice mm. of freedom with the character. It's your character, and you get to make the decisions that affect the world and and the, and your arc as a character. Yeah. So to completely take that away from the player, to completely strip the autonomy of their character away, even if it is because you've got to march the story along, it just didn't feel like a D and game. It was kind of like it feels very contrived. Yeah. And it's only happened the once.
0: And like you say, it's getting better and better. So it's getting better. Sort
1: of... the, like, the, in my view, that there are other better ways to railroad campaigns. Mm. Oh, there's a choice for the players to make. Well, you can either go to A and B. They don't have to know that. They can feel like it's a multiple choice. But really, there's only A and B here as the DM, because yeah. that's how I've prepped it. Both of these ways are still going to lead to an encounter at the end of this session, because that's what I've planned. But... There's going to be two different encounters. And depending on which option you choose, A and B, which door you go through, depends on, oh, well, you're going to end up down by the docks and you're going to fight some smugglers or something that have something to do with the story. Or you're going to end up upstate and you're going to end up in a bit of a ruse with the guards and some thugs, you know. There you go. Okay. You've still railroaded the campaign into an encounter, but there is choice there. And there is dynamism that makes D&D really great. Yes, it's very limited. You've just cut off all the branches of the tree, so it's just two tree branches. It was a
0: bit like Loki, couldn't you say?
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like the, endless the... possibilities. It's like, you know, no,
0: it's I get kind of, it, yeah.
1: it, it kind of, you know, it, I just, it didn't sit well with me. I, it distracted me from the game when it happened in the first episode because I was just like, this feels, it feels like it's almost like you are, you are, you are literally if it was like a chessboard you are literally pushing the characters into a situation yeah as a dm you are making the decision for them rather than them making the decision authentically yeah um you know it's it's like okay you want this encounter to happen in this warehouse well maybe they can either run into the warehouse or they can run down the alley and out the other side and they'll maybe come out the other side of the warehouse and hey presto the thugs would have moved there so yes. they still have the encounter it's just in a different setting with different dynamics that changes the fight a little bit yeah there you go that doesn't feel railroady because the players still have to make a decision you tell them where are you guys going you you have you, you've got people rushing from the way you come there's a door on your right or there's the alley straight on that appears to bend right there you go yeah there's a decision it's not a complex decision but it's still a decision yeah and it, and it keeps the D&D as part of D&D but it also gets the story to where you want it to be as a DM yeah Instead of kind of just being like, "Oh, you're here now," <laughs> you know, it's it's it was very it was very distracting Sorry. to me. And I'm I'm fully aware also that that is a way of playing D and D. Like yeah. if you want to completely railroad the game so that you make decisions for the players, there isn't actually anything it that against on, that. It, it depends
0: just... on the players you have as well. Again, it's that like communication between the DM and the players. If the it's players the, want to have c- control... It's the expectation
1: yeah. of what the game is. Yeah. And if that's set out beforehand, then that's great. If you know as a player that, okay, we're going to have RP here and we're going to have freedom like, of will in certain is. scenarios, but the story is going to march on between episodes where we'll be in a different place, right. then that's absolutely fine. But it felt like, to me, there, wasn't, there was a kind of hesitation in the players of what and I don't know what's going on behind the scenes but like it just felt like they were expecting it to be an authentic like long call well, what you would class it as a long campaign experience Yeah. of kind of a more open world sort of thing where the, the dm literally asks you what do you guys want to do yeah i think it's difficult to flick between the two yeah it's a difficult balance to get and i've not dm'd a game like it i have to yeah. admit so there's a part of me that is factually incorrect on this in a little way, you know, cause I don't have the experience there, but yeah. And that's, those are the two main reasons. It was kind of like the, the treading of stuff that was already happened that kind of made it harder for me to separate the story from anything before and the kind of railroading in the first episode a little yeah. bit that kind of jutted me out of, it kind of took me out of the experience and the, the immersion of it. And I yeah. kind of, I'll be honest, I, I didn't, I kind of stopped watching the episodes cause I was like, I don't,
0: you don't have the. I, I,
1: I'm not into. You the, don't have the drive I'm anymore. I'm not in yeah, the yeah. drive. I have to say though, episode four was really good.
0: Yeah, okay,
1: that's right. Episode four was was really good so far, mm. um, and I am enjoying that part of it. Um, I like it that we're moving on to, to different things.
0: You yeah. know, Keep back on the train, man. We back on the train. Yeah. yeah Um, that's cool. Yeah, I just I just saw that they um, Exandria Unlimited. Had Sorry for that. Had, that's fine. Arc, that's, that's fine. Got to got to talk about that stuff. Um, yeah, I just saw that it. Finished the other day, and I thought you caught up with it. That's great, right, though. I'm glad you're. Hopefully, you'll. Next next episode, we'll have a little update from Will on his love for D and D again. Um, <laughs> I still love D D. <laughs> no, yeah. Just... Um, polka dot man has a polka dot cat.
1: I've seen this. And he's sure. in this.
0: Yeah. So uh, the actor that played um, polka dot man in the Suicide Squad, uh, David uh, Dash Malchain. I think that's his name. His name, David. Good old David. Um, he he adopted a stray cat when in Panama filming the the film, and um, the, uh, the the designer, costume designer for Polka Dot Man, um, designed a little polka dot. Just it's, it's ridiculously for the little, adorable for the, little, for, the little, for the little cat, polka red. dot cat. <laughs> it's really cute. It's amazing. I love it. Did um, you know that he also
1: had a skin condition when he was younger did that it? made him break out in spots?
0: Oh, that's probably a little thing there.
1: You should research it. It's pretty. I I that's saw. I didn't read the full article, but I did see that that he he did have yeah. a skin condition when he was younger, or well, maybe he still does, but I think he takes meds for it. Yeah. Where he does get like almost like po- outbreaks like spots yeah. on his skin. Yeah. That make him look like he's got polka dots. Oh my lord. So he is literally he's the actor that plays polka dot man, but he is literally polka dot man in real life.
0: But he can't kill you by throwing his no. polka dots at you. Okay. Unfortunately this is not that cool. Um also, speaking of another actor that was in um Suicide Squad, this will be the last one. Last little thing I'll be covering. Uh, Idris Elba. He is going to be playing Sonic Mate.
1: <laughs> nice correction. Well done.
0: <laughs> I realised what I'd done that. No, he's going to be playing Sonic's mate mate Knuckles. In this, Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog two. That's alright. That's pretty good. I like Idris. He's a good man. I love him. He's great. Yeah, he was um, good
1: in the Suicide Squad and I'm yeah. sure he'll be great in that as well.
0: Yes. Uh I've only got a couple of bit more. Do you have any more news? Did you want to I've got loads more. Take news. over. Take over, man. I've um, been saying quite a bit.
1: Spider Man. Sp- Sp- men Upcoming Spider Man movie.
0: Yes. Um I just some realized... leaked
1: <gasps> you balance that on your computer. I was
0: balancing my drink on my computer, that would have been horrible. I oh God, no. No, thank you. Anyway, Spider Man. <laughs> 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 um
1: yeah. I've got a couple of Spider Man bits. Number one, mm. um, some promo photos of some merchandise have been released for Spider-Man No Way Home. This released a couple have weeks been back
0: ago. W- yeah. I would I would have talked about this weeks ago, but I forgot.
1: That's right. It's fine. Um basically, yes. Um Spider-Man uses Doctor Strange magic, which I'm like, "Uh, okay." Well, having said that, yeah, he might
0: might It yeah. might
1: just be a toy.
0: Yeah, but the t- like Funko Pops and Hot Toys and all that sort of stuff do like Reflect pretty yeah. heavily on what the film is going to be. There's include. also a little bit
1: of it on the t shirt as well, which yeah, I presume yeah, yeah. is
0: why just let him be Spider Man. So, I guess he's
1: going to be tra- traversing the multiverse with Doctor Strange yeah. and he's going to be training in the ways of
0: this is going to be way too much. This film, it's just going to be way too much. Yeah, I'm I'll I'll be I'll... making
1: the prediction that it's not going to be the best of the Spider Man movies because no, it's just going to have too much in it.
0: I really enjoyed Homecoming, really enjoyed Far From Home. This one just looks... Well, it sounds... Because there's been no look. There's been no trailer yet, and it's coming out in December. Um, I don't Well, really, they're doing reshoots
1: at the moment, aren't they?
0: Yeah. I don't really have so. a lot of faith in it, because I'm just going to be like, I want a sp- normal spider We've spoken about this before. Um, you just
1: want a, a normal Spider-Man arc.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like... It's the same thing of, like, I've always wanted a self-contained... Batman anthology that just follows loads of Batman stories. Detectiveness,
0: yeah. which is what we're
1: going to be getting. We did. We Batman. are. We are getting a self. contained Well, yeah. we think we're getting a self-contained yeah. Batman story. We'll see.
0: Um, you said you had other Spider-Man stuff.
1: I did. I did. Um, Marvel were originally going to do a what if for Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, I Have think got I got. I've, I think I've got this. Uh, but yeah. apparently,
1: it was going to be too scary, so yeah. they didn't do it uh, because yeah. it was going to involve body horror.
0: Yeah. So, um, uh, so the head writer, A. C. Bradley, um. He was on a podcast, and he basically said, um, Spider-Man turns into a real spider. That was the what if. Um, but the, it got rejected because it was too dark and scary for their PG-13 rating.
1: Is his name Man Spider? Like, I, Man it's Bat. So, <laughs> it, no,
0: honestly, I'm not even joking. I think it's something like that. It's something ridiculous. Um, but he, but the, the spider... A little bit of spoilers for the what if coming up, but there's going to be a version where there's going to be a uh, zombie killer or zombie snatcher Spider-Man or whatever where Spider-Man wears Doctor Strange's cape, cloak of levitation. He's like a zombie hunter. Zombie hunter Spider-Man that's what we're getting. Um, That's in one of the episodes.
1: That's going to be really strange.
0: Um, I would have preferred
1: the body horror one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think also, interestingly with, because we mentioned last week or a couple weeks ago that uh, the What If is going to be canon, I think we're going to be seeing captain carter appear in multiple episodes because her most recent well her episode was the first one which i've watched which was it's all right we'll do like a full breakdown when the rest of the show is out yeah and done yeah. um so i think she's returning for multiple episodes and i also know that chadwick boseman playing black panther in what if he's going to be in four of the episodes um which would you be interesting i only thought he's going to be in one but that's good i'm glad that he's doing multiple ones that's great Um, you mentioned The Batman The Batman Batman. Batman.
1: Um, (laughs) such
0: a good intro yes
1: Um, there's apparently a HBO spin-off show in the works for these Matt Reeves Batman movies okay that is called Arkham and it's going to be all about the villains
0: Arkham nice
1: so that's that could be potentially in the works it's being drawn up apparently that's right Um, Batman isn't even out yet it was meant to be out Um,
0: it's going to be coming out in 2022 isn't it it got pushed back I think. I can't remember. I think it did. We'll
1: push back to early next year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, which is a shame. Yeah, what a shame. Watch what a shame. I watch
1: that. Do you know what else I want to watch? The Bloody Green Knight. And they Just, have come on. released it in the damn UK Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sucks. Anyway. Um, what, anyway. Else, what else have you got? Uh, i got a couple more superior stuff. Go for if it. You want to... um, so I'm going to go into the. No, this one. Uh. No, this one. Fuck it. Black Widow um, had an alternate ending to Black Widow. Um, I've seen this. The uh, Ohio when... So basically the scene is um, Black Widow is on a motorbike. She goes back to where she grew up, as we saw in the start of the film. Spoilers on Black Widow. Um, And at the end, she just sees a bunch of kids running around playing superheroes. And it's really cute. And I really enjoyed it. And I'm like, that would have been such
1: a better ending. I saw someone running around. I uh, a... saw, I saw someone running around. Today.
0: Wow! <laughs> saw a lot of people running. Is around. that work or just in my head? In my um, head,
1: okay. I saw somebody react to this yesterday. Yeah. So I, I have partially seen it in stills, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been a way better ending than what we got.
0: The, the ending cause... we got
1: was like, oh yeah, now here's a jet. Oh yeah, she's gonna break everybody out in civil war. Cool. That was but no Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah.
0: That was literally it. But it's like, I don't give a fuck about the origins of where you got this fucking ship. No, who like, cares? I,
1: to be honest, I don't really care about your weird friend character that you obviously had a romance
0: with in the past, but it's just here to... I don't think it was a romance, it was just sort of... I think it was. No, I don't know. I who cares anyway? I talk, think he was a good actor. Yeah. I, mean, I enjoyed g- his performance, but I was like... Role, but it was like, you? you're
1: clearly just a fix-it man. Like, yeah. I don't care about you, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's why. And then it was he like... you had
0: good banter, but whatever. Um, yeah, it was a bad well, ending. But I, like the, the it was a bit of a, just a wet fart of an ending. It was yeah, it was just, yeah, just like, yeah. whatever. Okay. But yeah, this ending it had like some kids playing as Falcon, Captain America, Iron Man, and then there was a little kid that came out to Black Widow, and she had um, some like pencils strapped to her wrist, and it pretended to be the little shocky stuff that she sh- throws out of her wrist, and then Black Widow did it back like a little playful thing, and you're like, ah. That's really cute. And I guess the theme of it is just that Black Widow is looking around and being like, you know what, I've made more of a good, I've I've made a better impact on this world than negative like my past and like the whole Red Legend thing. So like that's the complete story. Like she's I fulfilled think, what she's meant to yeah. do. She's redeemed herself. I think herself. it
1: makes a better ending because obviously you know where she ends up. So it's mm. kind of like, oh, well, at least give a moment of like having her legacy. Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm just because because we know that she's going to go off and be in Infinity War and then in Endgame and gonna die like we know that yeah we know that Marvel you don't need to you don't need to link everything together I know you feel like you need to but yeah uh, where
0: did where did Black Widow get the 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 ship from and who cares (laughs) it's like Indiana Jones it's like oh how did he get the blaster oh how did how did he get the whip no one cares how did Han Solo get his blaster how did he get his name how did he, how did he get the Millennium? Fa- who cares? Just tell me a fucking story. Like I don't give a shit about where he got his blaster from and why he shoots it. Like whatever. Um, but Ryan, it's his blaster. Who cares? Is your called it Darren or something? Um, call his blaster Darren. Darren the blaster. Um, I got a couple more dumb things.
1: Uh, Idris uh, continuing the vein of people in superhero movies really wanting to do other superhero movies and team ups and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, Idris Elba has said that he would love to see the story of how uh, the Bloodsport put Superman in the ICU I'd love to see that I wouldn't, I don't care oh, Okay. <laughs> sorry to be the downer but no, I just fine. don't care That's like, fine. Uh, <laughs> it kind of, it's kind of like the same thing of like, the Black Widow thing it's like, just, it it's like yeah we know it happened you mentioned it in the Suicide another, Squad another re- oh, sorry, oh, I'm right. going to
0: shit on Suicide Squad even more um, and why the new one is better is you look at the first Suicide Squad film Every single one of those guys, maybe other than El Diablo, you're like... You, the whole point in The Suicide Squad is, like, what if Superman went bad and we need a bunch of villains that are expendable to take down Superman?
1: Or yeah. well, what if the Justice League went bad? Yeah. That's kind of the idea.
0: The, sui- like, the first Suicide Squad film... <laughs> they couldn't fucking kill the Justice League. What are you talking about? But you look in the this new one, you're like Polkadot Dot Man, oh, he's kind of magic s from a different dimension. He could probably take on Superman. Oh, you have... Harley Quinn, that could maybe go toe to toe with Oh, you have fucking shark, King Shark. He's it's just the muscle, t- bit of a tank in here. Bit of a tank. It's like they would hold their own, right? Catcher against... with cool little rats. Yeah, it's like they'd hold their own against because they took down a giant fucking starfish. Spoilers, whatever. Um... Starro. But yeah, uh, that, that's my thing. On, last thing I want to say about Suicide Squad, because who cares about the first Yeah, one?
1: It's, it's very true. It's um, like, that's that was the whole point of the Suicide Squad. It's a contingency plan for what if yeah, the superheroes... But the first
0: bunch, they couldn't do anything. What They're just the, a guy uh, with a gun and a lady with a what bat. What if the
1: Justice League turn into the... Oh, what are they called? The alternative version of them in a multi Uh
0: Injustice? I don't know.
1: No, not Injustice. It's called the Justice something or Justice
0: Society. Justice Man. Uh... Justice, uh, Justice Team, Justice Boys.
1: I can't remember. It's, in the, it's in the animated series as well. Justice Dudes, um, Team
0: Justice.
1: Somebody out there probably knows what I'm Te- talking about. I don't know. It's like the. Um, it's really cool. It's a cool sequence of things it's when Amanda Waller gets introduced to the. Yeah. The Justice League animated show, and there's some really cool interactions with her and Batman. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> I so want to see Amanda Waller and Batman on screen together because it's. Fascinating. I mean, we
0: kind of did at the post-credit scene of the first one we did, did oh, I've yeah. forgotten that exactly <laughs> it was so forgettable anyway um, Moon Knight it
1: wasn't it wasn't great let's be honest because no, it whatever. Batman but like, it's such a cool like I'm sorry I'm going to nerd out a little yeah bit. no it's fine good. it's such a cool dynamic yeah because they are effectively both of them as characters making the same point yeah just from a different angle yeah you know Amanda Waller's like what if you guys decide to become dictators yeah what do we do then
0: yeah also, actually, you know what? Telling that little point earlier by Rusty and Chatton when she said weasel useful, well, he's obviously a useless fucking character because what is he, just a weasel that kills children or whatever, but it's in a different sense that she, weasel is, or Javelin, or fucking whatever, all these people that copped it in the foot in the Squad film, they they were useful to Amanda Waller because they were expendable. They were like a distraction the suicide that's squad that's the point yeah. like yeah it's the point of the suicide squad Yeah, so they're, they're, they're meant not to meant be on to
1: survive th- the mission No, they're just meant to get yeah. it done
0: yeah so they're meant to like sort of take the distraction away when the other team comes on the beach and is like oh yeah now we're actually going to continue on and we're actually going to be good boom there you boom. go have your thing but
1: yeah Amanda Waller and Batman in the animated show so good
0: yeah oh, so we need to watch good. that we'll watch that soon um, um, anyway Moon Knight has a little little leak of the costume do you know much about moon knight i don't you don't know i want to show you his uh i'm going to put this on a facebook group chat uh, group chat group he well. looks
1: like the villain uh, out, of, out oh, of
0: what
1: movie is it is it the ant-man movie
0: uh oh what ghost yeah the second ant-man movie yeah um so yeah moon knight i'll i'll, I'll show you like a, kind of
1: the costume is very similar that's all i'm yeah. saying
0: so moon knight is kind of like a batman-esque Looking he definitely like, looks like yeah, Robin from the video games, Robin Batman, or like Ezreal or something like that. Ezreal as, as well, yeah. That's, got a uh, I've got a, I've got a picture up, and it's sort of a new the the look of Moon Knight to what he's going to be in his um in his show, played by Oscar Isaac, and I'm actually loving the different look to this one that we have. Um, it
1: kind of sets him apart a
0: little bit. It sets him apart, and also it's kind it's like what Kevin Feige said: we're definitely going to go into the roots of the um the Egyptian lore behind this character. I was going to say, he kind of looks like a mummy. He looks mummified. Yeah, and I'm really digging it. This is interesting. It's so different. And i yeah, I'm really liking the look of it. Um, Is this the next mummy movie? Oh, God. Brendan Fraser, come back, please. Um, I love those mummy movies.
1: Uh, Dave Bautista isn't very happy with Marvel. Oh, of course he isn't. (laughs) He's never happy with anyone, let's be fair. Yeah. Um, But he believes that his character should have been treated better in all the movies that Drax has been in. Well... Um i haven't read fully into this, but I'm guessing that he this is yeah i remember. he feels like sometimes he stood there shaking his head at the treatment of his character
0: i mean he was he was good in the first one i and then in the second one he was just a joke machine I mean he's still all right, but um basically it relates to the whole
1: Thanos history that he had. 'Cause that was a yeah. big setup in the first no, yeah, I, in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, it was like Drax is like has a bit of a thing. He's the Drax he,
0: the destroyer and he is out to kill his the person that killed his family. Boom. That ended up being Thanos after the first film. So you're expecting there to be this really awesome showdown between Drax and Thanos. No. No. Not at all. Not at all. No. There was no like that's what happens when you're a side
1: character in a yeah. movie featuring twenty different heroes. Yeah. Which um, yeah, they should no, have. They should I, have. They should have given him his moment in Infinity War, though, because it yeah. would have completed his story arc. Yeah. And at the end, we didn't. Like, I think there's a throwaway comment, isn't there?
0: Uh, no, I don't know. Do
1: you know what would have been better? What? No, it would have been equally as good. But you know how Star Lord's a dumb ass and he starts punching Thanos. Yeah. Would have been better if that was Drax losing his shit, at Thanos.
0: That. Yeah. There we go. I just made it Infinity may- War better. Well, it makes sense for star to do that because i okay I, I don't know if you will think the same as this but i get annoyed when people are like oh god Starlord ruined everything yeah he did but that's his cat of course he'd do that he's literally lost everything he's lost his mum he's lost his dad he's lost his daddy <laughs> in yondu oh god he's lost his girlfriend gamora what the fuck do you expect him to do? He is a hothead. He is a.
1: Yeah, he's just he literally found mess. out that Gamora died, and then. And that was his last love. Obviously, life. then um, like, Nebula's like, yeah, he came back with a soul stone, but not her, which means he's probably dead. Yeah. so like, yeah, of course you know, he's going to pass. You're,
0: you're going to have a go at Star Lord. Actually, have a go at Nebula, who was just literally. If you actually if you think about where everyone was in that scene, you know, Drax, Spider Man, Iron Man, all holding, and Mantis on top of his head, all holding him down, making their part. Doctor Strange doing his thing. What the fuck was Nebula doing? Fuck all. She was just stood there. Yeah. Well, there's wait
1: like, I mean, she, she was just stood there. She could have grabbed hold of an arm or something. She yeah, just, no, exactly. She, she could have helped Spider Man and Tony totally pull, <laughs>
0: or she could have stopped Star Lord from punch- punching him. Yeah. But you know, I can say all these things, but I'm guaranteed like it's, Doctor it's Strange. It's one of those
1: things in the movie where you're like, yeah, this has to be this way because it's yeah, a yeah, yeah. No. yeah. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll make it that point. It's that yeah, Doctor Strange probably. Called nebula aside and was like yeah by the way this is gonna happen so just don't do anything
1: i don't think he did i think it's just one of those things where it's like well no, we've got to have it. this happen yeah, so whatever
0: and you know oh yeah oh, it's all star lord's fault yeah maybe wonder maybe just kill vision and get it over with and how's it about mantis just goes sleep he's too powerful that's what she was doing or trying to do because his mind was too powerful no on,
1: on um star lord
0: just she was preoccupied just just a, just
1: a quick bop you know
0: <laughs> maybe um yeah but you know get mad at wonder for not killing vision faster boom done
1: yeah it's one of the it's, it's one of the things that makes infinity get, more get really mad. great is it's a calamity of it's a calamity of errors of errors isn't it yeah or comedy of errors it's yeah. kind of like you like every single it's, stage falls apart because the previous stage happened yeah Thanos is able to reverse time because he got the time stone before, and yeah. it, it's one of the great things about that movie. is like it's, it's
0: one of st- the best, in my opinion, best superhero movies. is why I prefer it to Endgame. Only just is because it's that thing I of I prefer it to well Endgame. Yeah, yeah, it's I think Thanos every time he gets a new stone, he uses that stone, even though he probably doesn't have like the full knowledge of how to use them. He's like, right, I'm gonna fucking show this off. Oh, reality stone, just turn everyone into stinkies. Um And another thing is, it's like that's what makes civil war equally as great is because yeah infinity war happened and the avengers failed because of the civil war the avengers were disbanded again you can have a go at star lord have a go at captain america have a go at tony stark for being petty children and not getting together yeah and exactly. working things out yeah. it's grow up guys
1: like well yeah. like it's just like well like if the avengers had all faced him together easily one probably would have stopped him yeah Only just, as we saw in Endgame, but you would have stopped him.
0: Exactly, but it's like that's the point of the story and why they like. And also, like if they were to be like, right, we're going to do Infinity War, and you know Thanos isn't going to win. I guess it's okay again. Like I'm going to compare it to, I guess, a thing that happens in Suicide Squad or like the first Suicide Squad, for example, is you introduce a thing. Yeah. Fucking show it how it how it happens. If you're going to introduce like this bomb in the back of the neck of some people. Blow it up. Show us how this thing works. If you're going to keep on saying, oh, Thanos, if he just gets all the infinity stones and snaps his fingers, oh, everything's going to die. And then you end up not doing that. Well, I wanted, you know, you you set up something. You've got to follow through with it from a storytelling sense. You know, you're not going to have, like, oh, Batman's got a grappling hook, but he just doesn't fucking use it. Okay, well, what's the point in telling us he has a grappling hook then? It's. Oh, Deadshot, he's so lethal when he is, you know, using trick shots and stuff. And then they show it once when he bounces a bullet off and then kills someone. Well, hang on, what about the... Instead of having him just stood on top of a fucking car, just pointing and shooting, have him running around doing backflips and trick shots and all that, and that's how he kills everyone. It's like versatility. What's that that movie
1: that has the really awesome close combat gunplay?
0: Probably John Wick. I don't know.
1: Maybe I there's another. There's loads. Another there's, loads. There's, there's, there's a few. Jason Bourne. There's the, yeah, there's a few of it in that. But like where, where somebody is like literally like parkouring and hand fighting with a gun as well and like taking shot. That's what dead shot should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he should be like able to wield a gun in any scenario, not just right? he's super accurate. For, right? Oh yeah,
0: he can shoot in the same spot twice. No, like. I want to see more points where he's shooting a bullet and it's deflecting off something and then killing someone that way. Yeah, I want to see more of that, not just once yeah. in a film. Or
1: him blind-firing more. Or just get, like
0: Bloodsport. Like, you know, his thing is, oh, he's really versatile with weapons, and yeah, that's why he has all these like things padded around his body, so he's taking it apart and then making bigger guns and smaller guns, and he's, he's versatile. It's, I have to say, I, I thought
1: they <laughs> could have done more with this. I, I mentioned I, it in the previous thing, but I, they yeah. could have done more with him. He was just a B tech dead shot. Yeah. Like I, think, I feel as though he's better what, than Deadshot. What, what like. would have been really interesting is, I don't know, oh sorry dude, That's right. just smack you under the table. <laughs>
0: um, sorry, he disagrees <laughs> with me, just starts bullying me. <laughs> Kick him with the shins, shing <laughs> <laughs> you under the table. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: <laughs> no, I, like,
0: I mean yeah, they have if, the same if, story. If he's a
1: character who can use anything as a weapon, why mm. does he have weapons on his body?
0: Because well, cause he's, he's prepared. Or maybe or, start yeah. with a
1: gun or two, yeah. yeah but and like towards the end the, of it
0: he's not like he has he has he has like arrows in his in his wrists yeah i, and I guess like, i guess yeah. he's, he's more prepared than deadshot like if you're going to compare the two characters deadshot oh yeah it's just will smith being will smith but he uses guns but he's not really versatile and then you have bloodsport idris elba who's playing a completely different character to fucking heimdall and then he's using like different weapons on his bodies and he's like you know uses a sword at one point it's like okay he's and he's, you know, I guess the, the comparisons of their backstories as well. Oh, they both have like problems with, you know, how they treat their daughters and like being a proper father. spots is way more engaging yeah, than I Yeah, I, I suppose it's 100%. like.
1: 100%. I suppose it's like, it's not the point of blood. I, again, I haven't read the comments, it might be. It's yeah. not the pun, 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 point of bloodsport to have loads of interesting Tony Stark-type weaponry that is clearly just yeah. an Iron Man rip-off on his body. Yeah. Like, no. Okay, he's got a couple of guns, but when those run out, maybe he pulls a sword out. And then, and then, yeah, and then maybe he, instead of just combining different weapons on his body and shooting mm. darts and stuff, maybe he doesn't have darts in his arm, maybe he just picks up a fucking crowbar. Because st- <laughs> if he can turn anything into a weapon,
2: yeah.
1: and he's like, profi- let's say he's like the a D&D character equivalent of being... Proficient with everything. Proficient with everything. Yeah. Show us! Yeah, yeah, I no, want no, to no. see him beat up someone with a brick. Like,
0: <laughs> mate, you should watch John Wick. <laughs> <Just freaking laughs> I watched that the other day. Not. As well. Oh, Fucking look, amazing. he's got
1: another gun that he's made bigger and bigger, like a cartoon gun. It's mm. like he's not. He's the guy who can turn anything into weapon. He's not a guy who's really, or you didn't set him up as the guy that who's really good with technology. I don't know. It's, it's mean nitpicking. This, is, like like a, this like, is
0: this is turning into a Suicide Squad, but part two. Part <laughs> Spoilers. Two. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we apologize, but whatever. Um, let's get on to news because because Infinity War will happen what if Chadwick Ch-
1: Ch- Boseman is uh, his final appearance
0: in what if yeah as, as an MCU be. character yeah he's going to be four yeah. episodes I've seen um, he's going to be in uh, yeah it's going to be sad when we, when we see him go I got four more bits of news no three I got three more bits of news um,
1: it's interesting some people have been talking about how Chadwick really he understood the importance of Black Panther. Of course, he did. Yeah. So it, with this episode of What If, he lent into that as well. Even though it's Star Lord that he's playing, but it's more it, about his. It's more about his yeah, arc, yeah. and that's that's a really cool thing. And really Black good. Panther is not forgotten, which I guess was a yeah. fear people had. Yeah. There's also
0: a. Um, there's been like leaked footage or leaked photos of like some of the sets of Black Panther Two, um, and I'm really paraphrasing this because I haven't had anything saved. Uh, but there's like you know some mural and, like, thing on the wall saying, like, T'Challa, thank you, and Wakanda forever, and stuff like that. So, like, they are definitively killing um, Killing T'Challa in this second film, which is, like, good for the best. Um, I don't really want anyone to... It would be, it you would can, be,
1: it would be weird if it was like, oh, he's just off somewhere. It's like, well, where? Where is
0: he then? Yeah. Or, or <laughs> why just is like, he taking and, so long? Or then he comes back and is a different actor. It's like, yeah, yeah. you've. Or you've if recast... they don't show his face. He's just in yeah. the suit. Or yeah. Whatever, yeah, it was like, yeah, you've recast bloody, you know, Rhodey, But that's when Universe wasn't as popular yeah, it was, as it is today. And also, he's a side character. Black Panther is a main character that is culturally Re-
1: recasting only really works when you have only had like one experience of the character yeah because if you as you said if you leave it too late he's been in a few movies he's in civil war he's in black panther he's in infinity war he's a
0: main uh, character as well yeah yeah and Um, his
1: his part of the world becomes a main part of the world it's
0: like and it's so culturally impactful the black panther film as well so it's like yeah he'd probably leave a bad taste in the mouth Um,
1: um the terminator producer has said that the franchise has a future
0: of course he does um wait is this james cameron because uh, he produced Terminator, some of them. He produced a lot of uh, them actually.
1: Gail and Hurd. Okay, yeah. who is apparently one of the producers on Terminator? Good on you. Uh, Gail. Believes that that there's a lot more life in the, the Terminator series yet. Yeah, that's just what you wait.
0: That's what they said last time.
1: <laughs> Look Good what on
0: happened. You. Good on you. Shit. I haven't seen. Um, I've only seen the first and second Terminator. So
1: we've we've okay. got a cast for the Avatar.
0: The is it a series?
1: the last airbender adaptation like, on netflix live action series or is it a film this is the live action series live action series that's the one I think it's the live action yes. series yeah. yeah live action avatar the last airbender adaptation coming to netflix so we've got uh gordon Cormier.
0: he is
1: C- Cormier. C- Corma. there's an is he a chicken there.
0: Corma? <laughs> i'm not being racist i apologize uh, i just heard Cormier He he's playing ang on the last airbender is it ang or ang because I, I I remember there was this like massive controversy with the actual live actual f- live action film, is where they couldn't just pronounce his name properly. Like they all saying it differently. It's like guys, you don't even know how See, to fucking I, I guess, pronounce uh, the name. I,
1: I guess the westernized version is Ang. Yeah, but it's probably Ang, isn't it? No, I, th- sp- I, th- I
0: think in the in the animated show that is like obviously really po- uh, popular. I think it's Ang, but I remember in the film they Ong. call him Ang, and it's like, and then some other people characters are calling him Ang. It's like guys, just decide. <laughs> Who fuck wrote this? Like,
1: <laughs> Might as well call him Jeff.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know Jeff. I don't
1: know How Jeff. do you say his name? Uh, I Kaya Wento. I hope I'm pronouncing that right.
0: Absolutely not. Uh, absolutely not. I'm not. I'm not definitely not. <laughs> absolutely uh, he's not. Is playing uh,
1: uh, uh, Katara. Mm-hmm um good on god you. i haven't said these names in a long it's been a long time since watching the last airman oh, we need to watch it um, <laughs> i'm gonna
0: make a list of things that we need ian, to watch. <laughs> ian
1: osley yep. is playing soccer yes uh, and dallas Liu is playing zuko
0: good on you good on uh, you people so we
1: have our main cast i like it that it's all relatively unknown actors that and i i had yeah. a, i had a look that their resumes aren't
0: massive massive
1: they've done a couple of things yeah. each that's great but
0: um, yeah yeah
1: certainly nothing that i have watched sadly yeah. Well, to my knowledge, I might be yeah. wrong. They might have cropped up in something I've seen. Um, yeah, I thought that was really cool. That's really good, yeah. That's, really that's cool. awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, How many cool, more cool. news have you got?
0: Uh, I've got loads. Okay, that's great. i got four. Uh, shall we get some depressing shit out of the way? Oh, no. What's um, going on? Una Stubbs. She passed away. I the, did see this. The yeah, actress, yeah, it's just sad. The actress that, well, we know more for um, Sherlock when she played Mrs. Hudson. Uh, she was great in that and she's also well known for um, uh, Till Death Do Us Part EastEnders Um, yeah she passed away at the age of 84 the other day which is that's sad she was such a nice character and person and everything about her was great Um, yeah I don't really have much else to say it's just sad that she's gone she
1: was uh, she was in EastEnders wasn't she yeah 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 Yeah.
0: EastEnders Uh, a while ago
1: um
0: she did loads of other stuff she's like iconic um, Sherlock surprised. is what
1: I remember her yeah. from most
0: yeah because we, we we watched those last year a couple years back in the podcast
1: yeah, yeah. at some point yeah.
0: yeah god it's been so long since we've been doing this podcast it's great thank you guys for listening
1: <laughs> yeah I can't believe we're on episode 75 It's pretty crazy I think
0: it's episode 75 if I haven't got it right whatever that's fine I'll just change it could be episode 75 episode 76 um, Lord of the Rings
1: is moving filming oh yeah from New Zealand to the UK for season two. Shit. Yeah. Wow. This is quite big news. That is big. Um, Basically, they've announced that they're doing it. Yeah. Um, I believe, I'm trying to find... Okay. So the shift to the UK comes as a broader strategy to expand Amazon's production footprint, the studio said.
0: Okay. Um, That's massive news.
1: It's got numerous other studios already filming in the yeah. uk um they yeah amazon have released a statement basically where they've said it's a sh- it's kind of a shame for us to leave new zealand because it is the spiritual home of the lord of the rings franchise yeah. um they said they're still going to work hard to employ people from new zealand so i guess they bring the crew with them yeah That's which sure is good do. and support the new zealand film industry i'm sure they will um,
0: like they'll do some footage but they're in new zealand
1: they're clearly doing it because it's business strategy yeah. um it's also probably cheaper to film in the UK than it is. So one of the
0: main tourist attractions to New Zealand is like it's the like, whole. It's the thing, <laughs> it's isn't it? The big thing, yeah. yeah. It's
1: like if you were to ask somebody that doesn't know a lot about New Zealand what the like, the main things are, is like, like oh they rings. love rugby, yeah. and Lord of the Rings, and that's yeah. probably. Isn't it one of the things.
0: airports, or maybe a few of the airports that you go to New Zealand, is actually like a giant statue of a dwarf? Yeah, or something. Yeah. It's incredible, man. Yeah. I want to go. Let's go to New Zealand, New Zealand.
1: I, I would actually like to go to New Zealand. It's a pretty stunning I
0: really place. i I'm um, sorry.
1: But yeah, that's that's kind of... A, oh, damn. A, it's kind of a big news and a, a little bit of a shame. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I guess...
0: Fair business enough. Business is business, I guess.
1: I mean, this, the show has a massive budget, so it's like... When is it coming out again? It's like 2022, isn't it? 2022, yeah. So or something? Late next year. Jeez. About a year's time. You oh know my lord,
0: we know. No. I mean we had that one screenshot didn't we, that happened a couple of weeks back, uh, yeah, well, well, a week ago or something, anyway,
1: about a week ago, about a week ago, yes, and um, well uh, we have not mentioned what we're going to do next on the podcast, but yeah. we probably will do a little bit of a Lord of the Rings related thing, yeah, and we will have somebody else sitting here,
0: yes, uh, we will have us. a third guest for the next podcast, um, so stay tuned somebody for somebody who is
1: very nerdy about that kind of thing, and, and near
0: and dear to our hearts, yes, um, and it, I'm
1: sure we'll get an opportunity to talk about that photograph because there's yeah. a lot to say about it.
0: We will... I'm debating because we're going to have this particular person on. Do you want to actually do, like, news next week as well? Because I'm just thinking, because we might just do, like, just whatever we're talking about but for the whole thing. Kind of skip the news next week, maybe.
1: Um. Yeah, um, I mean, we could do some news. I guess what we could do is we yeah. could, like, pick the news that we think is really important to talk about that week. Yeah do like a couple each if and then just launch straight into it if
0: it's news like this that they've released a new Tamagotchi but to do a Star Wars and R2-D2 then uh, yeah
1: let's that's move hard. on from that quickly yep. bloody hell. do you Jeez. remember Tamagotchis? I do they were great <laughs> they were great weren't they? <laughs> bring Tamagotchi I think they're still a thing aren't they? Uh, they're very rare they're very but, rare I mean, brand new they're Star Wars they're quite expensive
0: Wars. now R2-D2 Tamagotchi get it Get it all up in here uh, she Hulk she is
1: the thing that is coming around. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's apparently going to break the fourth wall like Deadpool. It's going to be a very, like, Deadpool-esque type show. That
0: It's not necessarily comedy, break the fourth wall thing, but it's more... Style's of, choice. Yeah, because that's... Because, that you know, She-Hulk can break the fourth wall in the comics, and she speaks to you as if you're, like, a reader or a... Like, a narrative sort of perspe- uh, perspective. So it's not like, oh, look at me, I'm being silly, and I'm talking to no one. Oh, my God, look at me. It's not like that, Deadpool. It's just hey, hello everyone, I'm now a lawyer. It was at
1: this moment I was thinking that, <laughs> yeah. I might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. that sort of stuff. It's like exposition, but directly to, directly addressed to, you. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like th- if Batman paused in, like, I read The Long Halloween again recently, it's like yeah. if he pauses every time he's talking about the city and he's like, do you know what I was, he's like, just yeah, he camera. just looks at the camera. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a bit like Malcolm in the Middle or some like sitcom or whatever, but it's like talking to the camera, like, I don't know, some sort of David Brent The Office sort of thing. yeah but no i'm looking forward to that because it's there's not many characters that can break the fourth wall i know there's deadpool gwen paul and she hulk gwen don't even start i'm not (laughs) even gonna go down that rabbit hole (laughs) yeah gwen paul is a character and still got me i think wow um um what else have we got news uh i hope
1: i'm pronouncing this right you are absolutely Uh, not Cian header Sean Heder, um, or Sean Heder, she Heder. It's I think it might be Irish. Who are I might, you? I might be terribly wrong. Um, <laughs> is the director of Coda?
0: Ah, yes.
1: Who? Which is a uh, Coda is a film about a. Um,
0: uh, isn't Coda um, the name of the little bear and brother bear? Coda, yeah.
1: It might be. I think it's spelled with a K though, isn't it? Instead yeah, of a K-O-D-A. C. C O
0: D A. Yeah.
1: Coda. Uh, Coda is. Uh, an acronym uh, oh, yeah. of a death child uh, a ch- uh, uh, for child of a death adult. Okay. Child of a death adult, CODA.
0: So not an orphan, but a CODA.
1: CODA. Nice. Um, who is So yeah, a CODA is a child that has a deaf parent, basically. Ah. Child of
0: death. Parent. So one of their parents is adult, dead.
1: yeah. All right. Um, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Um, she, I, I'm mentioning this, um, but, uh, she, she kind of brought up a story recently when talking to, uh, BBC entertainment, uh, about how she wants to hire authentic deaf people mm. when casting roles for death, uh, quoting that, uh, deafness is not a costume you can simply put on.
0: I thought you said deaf, not deaf.
1: Deafness. Yeah. That was probably my pronunciation. That's, I that's, apologize. I am so Sorry.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was like, "What? <laughs> Why did I bring an orphanage?" <laughs> so, it's been a Death. long week. Okay. Deaf okay. children. You can't hear that like, sort of deafness.
1: Yeah. Coda is an acronym for a child of a deaf adult. Yep. So their parents are deaf.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, which is pretty pretty interesting. Mm. Um, but she brings up a really good point of like, um. She was also a, a writer director on Netflix's Orange is the New Black. Oh, yeah. Apparently that uh, show's
0: good. Uh,
1: there was apparently a... I think there was a story in Orange of the New Black one of the characters was deaf. Yeah. Um. So she's she's somebody who is obviously taking a very grave interest in this particular topic when it comes to film and TV. Yeah. Um. Maybe th- she's had some experience in her private life. She might know somebody personally who is deaf or um, she might be deaf herself. Hmm. The article does not mention that. Um. But, yeah, I thought it was interesting uh, of kind of like bringing up like point of inc- inclusivity in things yeah and yeah really like like how many times have we kind of like said like why why are you not why are you whitewashing yeah why, why are you, are you doing whitewashing? This? why are you just casting somebody because it's a name why is Jared
0: leto acting like a blind man where you could just get a blind man in blade um, runner 2049
1: why is uh why is why is this whole family of russian people not Oops. russian
0: very, very In true. In Black Widow, yeah, very true. Yeah, like, and also they apparently didn't get all the translations right. Um, course <laughs> no, of course they didn't. Of course they didn't because it's American. Um,
1: it was, because it, it was, was it probably translated God. from English to Russian, which never works.
0: Yeah, you got to. It's never. If you're going to translate something from a certain language, get someone of that nativity. Yeah, <laughs> of that nativity. So one of the big things, it. isn't it, with
1: like, um, it's one of the things that are education system gets wrong at a younger age when teaching languages in the uk we're not good at it at all in my opinion we are when well, we are when we get to further education but like at senior school, school and a primary school, school it's very much kind of like you know it's a it's a translate this english phrase into this french phrase or whatever yeah but that's not how languages work because in order for that phrase to be said in french or yeah. something similar to that phrase it's completely different because they say it in a different way yeah. and it will have different language involved in it you know so it's better to ask as you said someone of that language somebody who fluently that's their native language and they, they're fluent in it to be like how would you say this phrase yeah for example give me the like the french equivalent not the translation the equivalency yeah and that's where i think a lot of movies and things and stuff go wrong yeah but yeah it's really interesting yeah, that's good have uh, you got any more news
0: um i've got one it's uh, so pointless this certain news I don't know why no two of them I've got two more bits of news it's so pointless Do um, it. Pepsi I'm making alcoholic Mountain Dew <laughs> I don't know why I've got this who the fuck cares <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Pepsi Cool uh, Pepsi Co gamers you know gamers like Mountain Dew MLG Pros bro oh god um, <laughs> yeah they're making Mountain Dew alcoholic or well, Pepsi is I, I, why have I got that Anyway, the second... Should I get on with my <laughs> that was the
1: That was the shortest like, news bit I think we've fast ever done.
0: bit of fucking news I've ever had. Um, i got one more bit of news, which is actually exciting. Uh, how many more bits of news have you got?
1: I've got a few, I got but a they're few. they're quite short. So. Okay, I've got my one. So you go, you um, go.
0: Rockstar, the, the company of the maker of games that we all know and love, GTA, Red Dead Redemption, Um, they are remastering the PS2 trilogy of GTA games um so that is i saw GTA, this brief headline yeah. yeah gta 3 gta vice city and gta san andreas they are remastering them fuck yes san andreas is amazing <laughs> i guess
1: we know what they've been doing for the past
0: 10 years <laughs> <laughs> um so and also with this because they're trying to remaster or they're going to be remastering a lot of these GTA games. Depending on how successful they are, depends on if they're going to be remastering, like, Red Dead Redemption 1, which I'm like, yes, please, because that is also one of the greatest games of all time. The first Red Dead Redemption game, um, which I definitely want to stream very soon. Or soonish, I don't know. Maybe after I've done, because I'm currently going through Red Dead Redemption 2, streaming that. It's a lot of fun, but God, it's a lot. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Such a good game. But yeah, no, I'm really liking that. Rockstar, just keep remastering classic games that we all know and love. Uh, what more stuff you got? Let's
1: run through them. Uh, so, Chloe Zhao, mm. uh, Academy Award winning director of Nomadland.
0: Yeah. And she is doing The Eternals.
1: She is doing The Eternals she for is. Marvel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, upcoming Marvel movie, uh, which looks really interesting. Really good. Really yep. really fascinating. We'll yep. see how m- much of a Marvel slash of Marvel movie it mm. is when we get there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Me going loopy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> She has been able to see Dune. Dune or Dune in... or Dunk? Oh, fuck, don't start this. <laughs> um, sorry. The, so sorry. The one about the sand planet. The giant worm sandman. Yeah. Uh, you know... Um, you know Dennis Vill- 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 Villeneuve's yes. new um just butchered another name. Go on, I'm... it's three out of three on this show <laughs> so far <laughs> today. It is more
0: than three, but well, <laughs> it's more than <laughs> three. Definitely more than three.
1: I'm not going to admit to the you probably
0: said Margot Robbie's name wrong this entire time. M- Margot, Ra- Margot, Rob- Margot, <laughs> Margot Robert. I <laughs> feel <laughs> 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 uh,
1: Please continue. She saw Dunk. Oh dear.
0: She's, she saw Dune.
1: Chloe's out. Saw Dune. Um, And she has some very high praise for it. She says it's really, really good. Shit. Um, She says it gives me hope that a filmmaker like Dennis is able to really harness his vision and put together something that is so incredible and so cinematic. I'm just blown away by the experience I had in that room. But I'm afraid, and this is a point she makes about it, Mm. that living in the world we are now, uh, that um, I'm afraid about how many people are or aren't going to have the experience that I did in a theatre and what that means for the future of cinema.
0: Yeah, that's um that's a big thing. Um, I'll sort of expand on this also, but obviously she's doing um Eternals, the next Marvel film, Shang Chi, which is coming out very soon, like next three weeks or something. Um, that's gonna be theaters only. Shang Chi, you can only see that in theaters. It's not gonna be coming out on Disney Plus. Um, interesting. Why I,
1: have Marvel taken a U turn on that then?
0: Because things are getting back to normal. Like you know, considering the state it was. When Black Widow is coming out and when Shang-Chi is coming out, kind of makes sense. Um, Things have gotten better. More people are taking their vaccines. Please take your vaccine. Just don't be an idiot. Um, Unless you absolutely medically can't do that. And then I'm sorry. Just take care. Be careful. Um, But yeah, no. uh, So, yeah, Shang-Chi. I I think streaming is definitely going to be more of an option and we're definitely going to be seeing more films going to streaming services than you know, because it's been somewhat successful during the pandemic but i think or hopefully directors that make films like tenet dune and all these other like big blockbuster films would have the choice so I give them the decision of whether you know it's going to be a theater exclusive thing or if they are fine with it going to release to streaming yeah. yeah if they are fine with it going to a streaming service Fair enough, because it could help like, you know, you have a small indie film that comes out yes, um, and they probably don't have the exposure as something like Fast and Furious 9 or some (laughs) shit like that, Uh, so not a lot of people are going to go to see his film, but if you hop it onto something more accessible like a Disney Plus or whatever then it'll probably give them more publicity and more of a push out there, and then their films will get known more, but obviously yeah, like I kind of agree with the fact that Dune is going to be a film you'd have to see in a cinema. Because it, it looks large scale. It looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, from a we, visual We definitely point, need
1: to go and yeah. do it and do a podcast on it. It looks really
0: good. I have no idea what Dune is about. Is that do you a want guy? a quick lowdown? Oh, do we have time? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Oops, it's a guy suspended. with something that is in their nose and ear. And there's a giant worm.
1: So basically, <laughs> Dune is a, a, a novel and a series of novels written by the author that I cannot remember. I am so sorry. Good on um, you. But <laughs> it's it's like one of the classic sci-fi, uh, sci-fi fantasy novels of its time. Yeah. A lot of people grew up reading it. It's quite quite has like a cult following a little bit, like Lord of the Rings yeah. does. Did um, they
0: say it was unfilmable at one point as well?
1: Yeah. Well, they tried to yeah. make a movie in the eighties about it. And it and apparently, was terrible. Terrible. Apparently. Um, yeah. Although apparently there's a director's cut that's a little bit better. But. <laughs> a little bit um the book is really interesting it goes into all sorts of weird politics and things and so much detail that a lot of it cannot be translated to movie because it would just yeah. be boring um <laughs> straight up it just would be where's the um, giant worm yeah i want a giant worm. it goes worm into in so myself. much world building detail yeah. in which the author who i can't remember i'm gonna have to look it up because
0: i'll look it up what while you, while you yeah, continue. yeah we need
1: to mention him because he oh. deserves the recognition
0: the for, author yeah
1: um He basically created a whole ecosystem for the planet of Dune. Frank Herbert. Frank Herbert, that was it. Good on, Um, Frank. So he he basically... Dune is all about a planet that's nicknamed Dune. Uh, It's actually called Arrakis or Arathis. Um, But the people call it Dune because it's a sand planet and it's full of dunes. Go figure. Um, Oh, he's passed away. He died
0: in 1986. Oh. Oh rest but in peace. He had, a good, um, he had a good innings. He was born in 1920. Did a good innings. Yeah. So, um anyway, yeah. yeah. He
1: basically the, the the whole story revolves around the resource of the planet Dune called spice. Yeah. Which is in the sand on the planet. Nice. And it's this valuable material that is used in all sorts of stuff to do with sci-fi things that I don't have time to go into like sooth, like weird magic and weird witches that predict the future and all kinds of things. There's so much in Dune. Oh my god. Um, Basically, it's a coming-of-age story at its heart, and it follows yeah. uh, Timothy Chalamet's character, yes. um, uh, Paul Atreides, who is basically like the heir to the throne of an empire, of one of the spacefaring empires. Nice. And basically, the, the the first book, which the first movie is, this movie is going to be based yeah. on, is about, or at least the first half of the book. I don't think it's about the it's, whole it's, book.
0: It's two films that are coming out. Two films, yeah. Um, part one. The, yeah, this is part one
1: is about his family taking up the challenge to go to uh, Arathis and defend it, basically, as a free trade location where this kind of evil, weird other family who uh, are another empire tried to take over it, basically. Yeah. Um, it's re- The Dune universe is really interesting. It's fascinating. It's kind of a part of me that really wants to read the book series at some point and get around to that. Yeah. It's a lot to take in, especially the first book. <laughs> it's a lot. Um but yeah, it's really interesting. So it's basically a coming of age story about how he, how he rises to the occasion to become the leader of his people in this very intricate and complex, complex and interesting world that is built yeah. around him. Is essentially what it is. It's a sort of sci-fi space opera. Thing. Simple enough. Yeah.
0: um <laughs> The trailers look really incredible. Yeah. I haven't That's seen the newest really cool. trailer actually, which came out a couple of weeks you know, ago. But oh, I need to watch it. Oh my god! Really? we that after the show. When is it coming? Uh oh. soon, really soon. It's not gonna be like Green Knight that is just gonna be not coming out in the <laughs> UK, is it? fuck's sake. dumb Green Knight. Uh, Let us watch films. think uh, the uh, the Green
1: Knight reviews look really like everybody saying how green really crazy,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you got any more bits of news other than uh, June?
1: One second. That's right, fine. <laughs> I am looking up the release date. Um, I can at it's two hours and thirty five minutes. Release date twenty <laughs> twenty-one.
0: Jesus. They're getting longer and longer these films. I mean, next they'll be making a four-hour film about Justice League. Jesus Christ. Uh,
1: coming to the big screen in October. October 21st. Wow. Okay. Damn. So, a couple so of months' time. June is out. Yeah. It's to the public. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really want to go see it. It looks really good.
0: Yeah, all right. We'll definitely do that. Uh, what news?
1: So, I've got only a couple of bits left. Go on now. I'll save that bit for last. Speedrun. That's quite interesting. Speedrun. Um, can we just take a moment to look at this incredible, incredible art of the... Uh, Ghosts of uh, Tsushima, or Tsushima.
0: Oh, the uh, the new uh, add-on, the DLC, DLC island. For the... Look,
1: oh, look how beautiful it I looks. I need
0: to play this game. Um,
1: yeah, I just thought game. I'd show you that because that's quite cool, and we, you know, can briefly discuss that both of us really want to play that game.
0: Yeah, I'm li- I'm generally just waiting for a PS5 until I get yeah. my hands on that, and then I'm gonna play it because I'm like you, you you. Uh,
1: some people have too much time on their hands, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and have too much just, free time on their hands in Minecraft. Somebody built the Breath of the Wild world in Minecraft.
0: Oh, get stuffed. Yeah. How long did that take? When did Breath of the Wild come out? 2016? We've probably been working on it from day one. Jesus. Wrong? Uh,
1: we've seen plenty of video games recreated inside Minecraft, including Doom, Half-Life, The Witcher, Stardew Valley. Uh, somebody's gone and crea- The Witcher? Yeah. So... Su- yeah. Come on, me. Uh, somebody's done the whole of Breath of the Wild. Isn't... And they are currently working on modding in NPCs and
0: making it like a living, breathing gaming world you can oh actually play in. Oh my god. All in Minecraft. Minecraft is one of the best games ever made. There's, not there's even so saying, many. Like, I'm not even saying that ironically.
1: If you want an interesting rabbit hole everybody to get lost down on YouTube, yeah. just type in Minecraft like builds for like castles mm-hmm. and things.
0: Our friend um Jem started started doing a Hogwarts one and she got really far.
1: Yes, she she showed me part of it. it yeah. It's amazing. It's genuinely to the point amazing. where
0: she accidentally got a bit too far realizing that she didn't get the scale in quite right, so and then she gave up. <laughs> Bless her. restart. Yeah. yeah. It's,
1: but it's very weird like in the storytelling world of a soft world build it's been weird to link up Hogwarts's floor plan with what actually looks like very true it's, Yeah.
0: It's not really meant You need to right get right. the architect and blueprints of that shit. You need to it's so cool though maybe uh, I, I, uh, I was about to say Ash JK Rowling but no that's problematic now. <laughs> you can't do that um <laughs> I should probably just say yes that's the
1: way it was always meant to be yeah, that's the way, that's that how... door's always been there yeah that, um,
0: that, that staircase is de- de- always meant to kill people
1: definitely hasn't um,
0: um news
1: so I don't know whether this is uh, this is obviously the nickname of it but um yeah. apparently uh, Project Nomad was what it was called yeah was a postponed open world co-op Power Rangers game in the vein of gotham knights yes that was uh, revealed to be in early ideation and the ideation stages idea stages at saban Yeah, uh, unfortunately it never got past the concept art stage um but it's been revealed as kind of this was going on a couple of years back yeah, uh, but yeah, basically Saban were trying to make an open world cooperative Power Rangers game. Yeah, which would have been amazing, but oh my god, uh, it didn't come to fruition.
0: Nice. I just realised something. What? I, I realised this a couple of days ago. You know, we did Transformers. Transformers Kingdom is out, isn't it? Yeah, it's out now. Yeah. I had No idea. Again, I don't. We sort of realised this with um, the last chapter or whatever, whatever it's called, Earthrise and we were like there's been no promotional material to this at all why very little "There's like very oh there's little. a
1: trailer the series out go watch it
0: go watch it and then this one I didn't even see a trailer it was just Kingdom's out go watch I it I did see the trailer I didn't.
1: Um, but I had to go and find it myself <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, this is what I mean so um, we'll probably do that sometime as well because Kingdom's out we did the last two it's one with the Beast Wars isn't
1: it yeah I'd like to finish mm. the series off um, even though it's I've fun. heard that it's a little bit better than Earthrise yeah. which is good because Earthrise was a bit meh. It's a bit meh. Yeah, mm. that's the best way to describe it. It wasn't. Was it wasn't terrible. But it was it's very ah. monotone. Um, yeah. apparently there are still problems with this one. Like Optimus yeah. Prime is apparently still like a scene cruncher.
0: Still <laughs> an idiot. Um, um that's right. Em. um, should we get on to the topic? Yeah. The main topic of today. Uh, that was uh, God, we are getting longer and longer with these new segments, but it's fine. That You're was fun. Um. So we're going to be talking about f- movies that were announced or in production that got cancelled all of a sudden or changed during production drastically, which we find, which we've went away, Well, I've went away, had a little bit of research and had a thought and just thought, you yeah, know, that's a film that was going to be made, I want to know more about it.
1: I had a couple in my head, I can remember one now, I'm trying to remember what the other one was that I <laughs> had. <Nice. laughs> It might be on your list, because I know I've you've got, got a yeah. lot.
0: So, should I just rattle off some of mine? My... Go for it. Go, let's let's hear some of the ideas. I'll give my I'll, thoughts. we will go through a couple we'll try of them. To. Some of them will just breeze over, and some of them I just want to talk about. Be like, Christ, I really wanted to see what this film was like. And then others that I'm like, mm, that's probably for the best that it got. <laughs> it didn't get made. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's that's probably, for probably for the best. So, we'll get on to... Oh, so, sorry. we all know how Ant-Man was made. Um, Edgar Wright was in charge, he was in production. Uh, he was going to be making it for Phase 1, but there was some creative differences with Marvel, like them trying to be a bit more, like we were saying earlier, raid, railroad being like, this has to be sort of the story, but Edgar Wright was like, well, no, because I want to make it, I want to make it a bit like an Iron Man-esque sort of thing, a bit more standalone, be its own thing. I don't really want to connect it to its own universe. So then he left. He gave it to Peyton Reed, which was made at the end of Phase 2, and I feel as though when you're watching Ant Man, uh, the first one, you do really see that, oh, there's a lot of Edgar rightiness to this film, <laughs> if that makes sense. There's a lot of things where I'm like because I I A lot of
1: riciness instead of leftiness. I,
0: I do think that the whole heist aspect to it is definitely what it's Edgar. Definitely Edgar he definitely thought of that and the whole um I guess the visual thing of having you know ant-man in general like he, he's probably the p- perfect person to you know blend that together um the film's not bad but i'm just thinking i oh, really wanted to see what he's real like his film would have been like not him handing it over to uh to anyone else like not, Sh- not like saying that pain shame- is crap or anything uh, yeah. like that. but
1: as shameful as it is for me to say there yeah. are a few marvel movies that i still haven't watched to this day
0: is that man one of them
1: the original Ant-Man is one. Okay. I've
0: seen the second one. The second one's not good. It was It was it's right. fine. It was it was it was... The, I, I guess that's what I'm trying to think of. There
1: were some it. decent moments in it, I thought. Yeah. Um, and villain some emotional moments and stuff. The, villain, villain, was the villain was pretty good. The villain was pretty good. The whole concept behind that was um, good.
0: Um...
1: I like the fact that uh, the old Ant Man was stuck in the quantum thingy, or his wife was stuck in the quantum yeah, thingy, yeah. and all that. Spoilers
0: for Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, but it's, yeah, um, it doesn't
1: really spoil the movie if you know that. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I I've never seen the, uh, the original. I think mean, I've the, never seen the original. Yeah, the original and is solid. Sh- even is even more shamefully. I did. I I d- haven't told you this, but yeah. I was bored the other evening, so I sat down and finally watched Doctor Strange. You'd never saw Doctor I Strange before? Never, I'd never seen Doctor Holy Strange Holy shit. Yeah.
0: Okay. What'd you think? Yeah, it was alright. It's was alright? <laughs> it's
1: fine, isn't it? <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. This has become my response to every superhero movie at it's the right. moment. It's just, it's alright.
0: No, I, I... Mate, you set the bar way too high after seeing The Dark Knight. <laughs> no, it's not even because no, of it's that. Fine. It's just no, like... it's fine. <laughs> I was a little underwhelmed by Doctor Strange. I... I need I need to rewatch it again. There's one big problem that I have with Doctor Strange. Like visually, I think it's amazing. Like the oh, whole it's like stunning, yeah. magic and fucking that like whole sequence mirror where they're, they're and... in
1: the mirror dimension and then it's they incredible. just go completely batshit with yeah. the bending of reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, loved it. Beautiful. Yeah. It's great. Yeah.
0: Um, the one thing that I'm a bit annoyed about is like you guys literally deal with fucking magic. Why are you punching each other? That's my point. I'm like, why are you kung fuing each other? Too much other? kung fu. <laughs> nice. I, that's it. When you watch fucking Doctor Strange versus Thanos, he's like turning black holes into butterflies and he's multiplying what, himself. Fucking, and... what, like, that is what I want from Doctor Strange, too. I want Sam Raimi just to go insane. <laughs> go out of your fucking we don't, mind. We don't want Sam Raimi literally. to literally
1: go insane. But- no, go insane.
0: <laughs> no. Make me make the experience as if I'm going on acid. Dude, just go all out. Like, you know, this you probably know the sequence when um the Sorcerer Supreme just like punches Doctor Strange through all like the different weird multiverse things and like the hands are coming That's out. So weird. So out out there. I'm like, these are the best things obviously you need a story obviously yeah you're right it, he doesn't but... do much magic does he
1: but they, they he just, just kind punches. Of, they just create
0: little shields on their arms and go around yeah. punching people and I'm just like especially with Doctor Strange your wrists are fucked <laughs> I know this I wouldn't want to go around punching people with what I've gone through <laughs>
1: you are the sorcerer supreme yeah um,
0: I I might I might be yeah. The un- thing
1: that disappointed me, interestingly enough, that's funny because I didn't even notice that. But now <laughs> what I think about it, I'm like, oh god, that is a karate
0: movie. Isn't yeah. It? Um, <laughs> hey, like it's, it's not much. I like I like much, much 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 magic the, going on. Um, I, like, I like Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. I just think like the uh, the action in it is a bit. The one thing weird. that I and maybe this was the trailers that tricked me into is this. it the villain?
1: Uh, no, the villain's all right. I, I think.
0: Standard Marvel villain. Standard Marvel villain. Who's uh, great? Uh, I don't
1: think there's enough of him on screen. I think yes. he has too little screen time, yeah. which means it's like it's a bit of a waste of an actor. Yeah, give him something to do at least. Yeah, it doesn't matter if he's a very generic Actually, Marvel villain. Just at least give us a little
0: yeah. bit more backstory than this him. Is, this is our little review of just Doctor Strange
1: popping in and being <laughs> like, "Oh, I'm here." Yeah. <laughs> um, but to tie this up, and we will move what, on to what, did, what we're what meant you, to be talking yeah. about. What did you? Um. The disappointing thing for me is that I felt they didn't spend enough time with him as a doctor. Yeah. it's re- His origin is really quick.
0: Really quick. yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. the
1: first 20 minutes of the film. Not even
0: that, like 10, 15. I'm like... He's already had the accident and he's I oh, thought
1: we were going to spend more time with him as a doctor. Being
0: an arrogant piece of shit. Because yeah. how long does it take until Iron Man gets his first armour?
1: Proper armour, like, like half the goddamn yeah, movie. exactly. Until he goes out and and crashes <laughs> <'Cause it fails laughs> or whatever, because it fails, falls into a building, yeah. um, uh, or oh, no. just falls apart on him. Uh, yeah, it's no, like, it's yeah, it's like it's true. It's like it. It didn't feel. It didn't feel earned. It was like oh, I'm an arrogant doctor. Oh, I got in a crash that was my fault. Oh no, I'm a sorcerer, and all of a sudden I completely want to be a sorcerer, despite the fact that I didn't know any of this existed five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's like. That's fine. okay the i, I a think bit there's off, a pace yeah. a little bit of pacing issue here it gets better as the movie goes on once yeah. he is doctor strange but it's not the point of this movie it's meant to be an origin i feel, story, as, I feel as
0: though dr strange is better infinity war than he is in his own so much, better. so much better he's
1: such a better character in infinity war yeah um he's almost better for not actually
0: <laughs> being the, the main character
1: <laughs> of, no but it's, he's almost better for not actually having an origin maybe yeah like when I'm, i think he works better as a character if you've got somebody called the sorcerer supreme yeah. who is called dr strange it's better to keep him as a mystery until like something like infinity war yeah where it's like who's this guy's who been hanging out in new york all this time
0: you've been here all this time what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> where were you <laughs> where were
1: you were the avengers um where were you when loki was causing mischief uh yeah but yeah just a little comment on dr strange but there we yeah, go
0: that's fine no i, I don't get that i kind of understand your uh, the, the the little grapes you have there. Understood. I enjoyed it though; it was fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and Edgar writes that man. <laughs> that would have been a film I'd love to see. Uh, next one I got is. Um, do you remember the 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 film Gambit? <laughs> Sorry. Step one: go to the quantum
1: realm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Get hope. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for orders to blow. Over. Oh, that would have been so good. And then I have like.
2: Ghost of the future.
1: Sign go to go sir. to Avengers HQ wait you know, for this to you blow you out.
0: know that they have in the Cornetto trilogy with like Hot Fuzz and um Sean are dead and, and they have always that same sequence of them trying to jump over a fence yeah yeah just have that <laughs> why isn't that an Ant-Man Ant-Man jumping over a fence as an ant
1: yeah he's so small he's trying to jump <laughs> jump over like a, a crisp packet I don't know, Yeah, something or another. something that looks like yes. a fence
0: but mini oh amazing A
1: a, a miniature garden fence. He's in a ah, miniature garden
0: village. He's on one of those toy sets. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, model village on a model railway. Um, Amazing. Gambit was going to be made with Channing Tatum. Do you remember that whole fiasco? It was sort of around the time... uh, People
1: got hyped about this, and then it dropped off the edge of the earth.
0: This was around the time the first um, X-Men Origins Wolverine, (laughs) that fucking film, was made. I love Hugh Jackman, but that was a terrible film. Um, He... Around that time, they were, like, planning ahead, being like, right, we're going to do, like, an origin film for Magneto, we're going to do origin film for this character, this character, this character. And Gambit was one of them. Channing Tatum signed on and everything. He was fully into it, and it just kept on getting pushed back. Kept on getting pushed back. And until maybe last year, like, after fox was bought by disney where they were like yeah, no no just scrap this entire thing it's been too long just somebody found that bit of paperwork on, didn't they, yeah, they exactly. like, what the
1: fuck is this
0: no the thing <laughs> is gambit is like a fan favorite of a character and I don't, he's <laughs> in x-men he, he's wolverine, in the wolverine. wolverine which he's not very good in um is he played by Tatum? I mean, no I can't no i can't remember he's the guy that played um uh john carter that film about going to mars oh yeah that yeah. one yeah like fine was whatever but you know having having his own film would have been pretty interesting it's just it got nowhere like Mm. i would have liked to have seen a gambit film but the fact that they kept on delaying it and delaying it and delaying it it's like i'll just give it up already (laughs) you're getting bought by mark you're you're getting bought by disney just Just whatever no Um, just but that was that was years like almost a decade in the making that film um I might just go through. There's there's a lot of superior ones, yeah, whatever. Um, Sam Raimi was going to be making Spider-Man Four. Um, oh, yes. So this is before, after Spider-Man Three came out and all that. So it's going to be a quad. A it, it was quadrilogy. Well, they they wanted to do a Spider-Man Four. Apparently, there were storyboards already made about like what the opening sequence is going to be like, mm. which is quite interesting. Um, and then like. It was really weird the way Sam Raimi... I think he was in an interview. I need to properly look it up. But he was in an interview with the uh, execs of Sony after Sony completely fucked over yeah. with Spider-Man 3. Um, just make forcing him to do Venom when he didn't want to do Venom because he didn't like the character Venom. And then he was in there and then they were like... Uh, he, he kept on saying like, right, Spider-Man 4, this is going to be this. Can we do this? And then apparently the feeling he got from Sony was... Sony kept on saying to him, but are you sure you want to make a Spider-Man 4? Kept on saying that sort of stuff to him. Like, he wanted to, but he felt as though he was kindly being pushed out. But yeah. So like making then him questions basically question politely
1: himself. saying, we don't want to make another one. Yeah. Go away. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then that's yeah. how they made the Amazing Spider-Man films, which is pretty shit. Um... Andrew Garfield's fine. Because they realised
1: that it was the only film property anybody paid any attention yep. to.
0: Yeah, I think it was the only Sony property that has ever hit a billion, which was far from home. Just saying.
1: Which was made by <laughs> Marvel and Disney. Yep. <laughs> and no not even done, by Sony. Sony.
0: Even though you have James Bond. Come on.
1: Yeah, well, James Bond hasn't really gone anywhere. In recent no, exactly.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, th- so some of the storyboards for Spider-Man 4 was going to include... Um, oh what's his name the actor he played george in uh, of My and men uh john john malkovich. malkovich he was going to be playing vulture um and they were going to go a bit into the origin of him like trying out this um
1: wing suit the,
0: the wing suit not like a robotic suit but but i think part of his character is that he gets cancer or something and in order to preserve or prolong his life he has to wear this suit it's weird i don't know um, Sounds so interesting. John John Malkovich is the vulture. I would have been well behind. He would have also, he would have you know, made a really good vulture. Brilliant. Like really Ma- Michael
1: Keaton was great, but yeah. like he would have been great for a whole other.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, exactly. I yeah. do love Michael Keaton as vulture. He's one of the best Marvel villains. Um, another thing was one of the opening sequences. There's actually like storyboards that you can look up. Is there's like a bank robbery and it's Mysterio and you're like fuck. Mysterio's in this film as well <laughs> and. They like Myster- Spider- out of nowhere, <laughs> yeah, out of nowhere. Like Mysterio's doing his thing. Spider-Man arrests him because Mysterio is just a dude. He, that's all he is, realistically, which is why there's such a he's a great villain. But once you get close to him and punch him, he's just a dude. Whatever. That's that's his thing. Uh, so like Spider-Man brings him in and then they take off his fishbowl of a helmet and they're like, oh my god, it's it's you and it's the actor. Um, Oh my God, how do I not remember his name? But he's the guy in all of the three Sam Raimi films. In the first one, he plays the guy that announces Spider-Man into the wrestling ring. In Spider-Man 2, he's the snooty um, bouncer that is like, oh, shoelaces, please, dance, tie to tie. Um, and he's also the waiter in Spider-Man 3, the French waiter, the snooty waiter. Um, I really need to remember his name because he's actually amazing and I love him. Um Bear with me. Quick Google, everybody. Uh, Spider Man Three Waiter. <laughs> I'm gonna be so annoyed. How many mate?
1: search results does Spider Man Three Spider-Man Waiter three have?
0: Waiter. <laughs> That's uh... um, Bruce Campbell. That's Bruce it. Campbell. Bruce Campbell. He's also. Um... What, is, what is he doing? Literally... So. Uh, I'll show you um, his, I I, his, his face. I, I probably...
1: I don't, I don't fully recognize the name, but I probably know the... He's also... Oh, yes. He, he plays yes.
0: a character called Ash from the Evil Dead movies, and he, he's the one that says groovy all the time. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, dear. Honestly, I really <laughs> want to watch those films because Sam Roby that was like his beginning. Um, but yeah, he was supposed to be Mysterio. He's Mysterio. That's amazing. Like, and you're <laughs> like, that's why you saw him everywhere. <laughs> that's why. And you're like, it all pieces together because he was just like a creep and wanted to spy on spider-man and stuff like that so that would have been so great to see um god damn why did you have this to sounds
1: make... way better than spider-man 3 already way better than spider-man 3 and also just better than the amazing spider-man <laughs>
0: <laughs> why did you reboot it
1: um anyway i mean the first the first amazing spider-man isn't that bad
0: i prefer the second one
1: Blastomic. Oh
0: dear! I genuinely dislike the first spider- amazing spider man film, really, really, so
1: give us your lowdown on why can
0: i can I say why right so Peter Parker is not a nice dude. he's an asshole, he's not likable in the slightest um lizard is a stupid villain like okay, you can have stupid villains or whatever, but also that thing like spider man is not smart at all. he's somehow a fucking tailor he he <laughs> okay, so his uncle dies, he goes on the run. Do you remember the scene where he actually confronts his fa- uh, his uncle's killer? Let me just leave that for you. I don't, actually. No, because it doesn't fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that doesn't happen. So there's no confrontation there. Uh, also, the lizard's plan is I'm going to turn everyone into lizards because lizards are great. Okay, why? And then Spider-Man's whole ordeal is, right, okay, I have to get this antidote and give it to everyone before lizard turns everyone into lizards but if you've watched throughout the entire fucking film when the lizard becomes the lizard you just wait an hour and then he turns back to normal <laughs> so you don't need that hole <laughs> it's just and also it's it's trying to hop on the trend of what the dark knight did and the batman begins is like oh it's this really dark and edgy spot oh my god so yeah. fuck off. With I think that. the main I think the main, like, main thing Spider-Man I think the main like, thing is Yeah, and everything's at night as well, is Yes. Isn't it? And also there's that whole like scene at the end when like the other oh, people in New York and the cranes are like going together and they they try and help Spider-Man. That's not earned at all. There's no moment where like, you know, you see Spider-Man. Well, there's maybe one moment where like he has a little interaction with a kid and saves him from the the bridge like a car falling off the bridge, but there's no moments where you're like you see the city come together it's not like, like that scene in, in, yeah, it's
1: Spider-Man. not like that scene in spider-man 2 where he gets carried through the is it spider-man 2 where uh, he gets carried through the train yeah there's yeah. none of that And need they hand him his mask yeah. back because they're or like even, we don't care who you are or just even
0: from the the first one like there's no moments where like you know you see like uh, tabloids or like the newspapers being like spider-man the hero and stuff like that or you see loads of ci- citizens just going oh we're rooting for spider There's none of that yeah it's and true i the only things that I actually quite like is Emma Stone as um, Gwen Stacy and the relationship because you actually believe that they're a couple. Guess what? Because they were a fucking couple. <laughs> because <they're, laughs> cause they were genuinely attracted so to each other. That's kind of
1: cheating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're cheating. You're not allowed to do that.
0: So yeah, that's my little rundown. And obviously, Spider, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and again, fucking terrible film. These are- at least, at least it's, it's a Spider-Man and, movie. at least yeah. it's bright and colorful and it's joyous. To, to be
1: fair, like I, I haven't watched it in a while. But Spider-Man's
0: like, more likable. Uh, um, the
1: Amazing Spider-Man is okay, but now you've mentioned that it isn't really a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> it's not good. It's, <laughs> I don't like it at all. It's 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 trying to be too Again, many. It's other that things, thing. It's like Spider-Man's on a
0: skateboard, r- going through class. Fuck off. Man. He's he's a uh, he's you're...
1: he's the uh, Americanized Hollywood version of what a nerd is, instead yeah, of actually yeah, being exactly. the guy who is a nerd. Yeah, it's. I don't like that. He's film. a lot more believable in the second movie.
0: That's what I mean. That's kind of why I prefer his character. In the, even but though he... Andrew Garfield is,
1: and this is nothing against him personally, but he's way too cool to play a. He's nerd. too handsome. He's too handsome and too. He's too <laughs> jockish. He's too jockish. Um, in kind of some of his mannerisms and things to play a player, a, yeah, you know, a down maybe. A nerd. Whereas Tom yeah. Holland is genuinely an awkward he's human being, he's actually a kid as well. Yeah, he's an awkward <laughs> human being. Yeah, he so spoils it's
0: like... every single Marvel film that ever comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's my little <laughs> mini review. We'll probably do like a proper movie review on the Amazing Spider-Man, but that's a little hint into why I don't like that film at all. um I got two more Spider-Man films that were in the making.
1: <laughs> Jeez, how many were there?
0: <laughs> um, Well,
1: three. Probably a lot because Sony were panicking
0: every minute that there
1: wasn't one out. They were like, oh my god, make a Spider-Man movie! (laughs) Um,
0: Before uh, the Sam Raimi films came out, James Cameron was heavily linked to making a Spider-Man film with Leonardo DiCaprio as Peter Parker. Really? Yes. Um, Yeah, I think James Cameron like, you know, he had just made Titanic. He had made, you know, all the classics of like the second Alien film. He made Terminator. He's one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. And he was really, really, um, interested and wanted desperately to make a Spider Man film. It just never really got around to it because I think of scheduling and you know, it just didn't happen. And Leonardo DiCaprio is Spider Man. Would you like that? He could pull off anything though, mate.
1: He's a great actor, isn't he? He's
0: he could just do anything. Um especially I still want to see him as the Riddler <laughs> I think he'd make every, anything great.
1: I think he would have been... I think he would have been... In the Nolan-verse, I think he would have been brilliant as the Riddler. Yeah. Because like, everybody was like... Oh, like yeah. Obviously, they went the Bane route, yeah. which was fine, but... Which is good, in its own And yeah. Catwoman was there, yeah. which was cool. But yeah. it's like...
0: Yeah. like I think, I think especially that era of Leonardo DiCaprio is just coming off Titanic. Like, that still boyish-looking... He could definitely pull off Spider-Man. He definitely yeah. yeah, yeah, And, yeah. and even yeah.
1: before that, like if you've seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape, yeah, and stuff like that. Obviously, he plays a character with special needs in that, but yeah. like you can totally believe him when you look at him. You're like, you look like an awkward teenager. Yeah.
0: Like you could really yeah, pull yeah. off
1: as a Peter. I tell Parker. you what,
0: right now, because after like yeah. seeing him in Django Unchained, and you know, even um, I think it was uh, the Great Gatsby, he was in. Like, he could play the Joker. <laughs> He'd be a really yeah, good Joker. Yeah, people always feel, said though.
1: that he wa- they wanted him to play the Joker or Riddler were the two that people always yeah. wanted him to play. I'm trying to think of an out-of-the-box character that would be really interesting to see Leonardo DiCaprio play. Polka Dot Man. <laughs> oh, here's an interesting one. <laughs> okay, Lex Luthor. Leo is
0: Lex Luthor. But keep the hair, because he's got glorious hair. Well, he's got to be bold, hasn't he? I mean, they did Jesse Eisenberg. Fucking, <laughs> if you can make Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor, you can make Leo.
1: <laughs> but he wasn't made Lex Luthor. He was the Joker that
0: wasn't the Joker not, no he was he was Mark Zuckerberg but as Lex <laughs> <laughs> less said about that the better um, that was yeah, yeah no, it on. was
1: like let's make Lex Luthor more like the Joker because people like the Joker better than Lex yeah. Luthor
0: and also Jesse Oswald and also just let's, be let's make Mark him Zuckerberg. look like Mark Zuckerberg because yeah, that's cause, relatable because he did Mark Zuckerberg in that one film he did didn't he yeah he played yeah. him in the social network good on you mate that's dumb um, uh, <laughs> no apparently it's a really good film to be fair social network yeah apparently you know, is, you, know yeah. you know Jack Howard the YouTuber, it's his favorite film of all time. Social Network. I beg
1: your pardon. It is. Yeah,
0: I haven't yeah. seen it, so I can't really comment. But disagree entirely,
1: immediately. <laughs> there's several films that are better than that. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> even, I haven't even seen it, but I'm like, there's <laughs> films that are better than that. Oh come on. Yeah. Um, no, maybe I'm being a bit unfair, but Michael I mean, Joseph Gladiator.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've seen it. You haven't seen Social Network. I don't care.
1: <laughs> Gladiator. Don't
0: care. How um, are you
1: going to pick the Social Network over I? Yeah, have said social network, you can't say that.
0: Um, no, it's fine. We'll do an episode on social network as well. Uh, Michael Joseph Jackson. Mm. Full name. Uh, He-He-Man. Billy Jean Boy. Thriller Man. Um, he wanted to be Spider-Man. <laughs> Not joking. Really? When Marvel was about to go bankrupt, he was like, I really, really want to make a Spider-Man film where I am Spider-Man. And he nearly bought Marvel Studios. Or Marvel Comics. <laughs> Oh nearly, my, bought, oh my nearly bought Marvel oh
1: my god Michael, things could have turned out very differently
0: <laughs> Michael Jackson as Spider-Man Jesus that would have been Christ
1: um, uh, looking back really poor decision if that would have happened oh yeah um,
0: So I didn't say all these was going to be good oh dear <laughs> I didn't
1: say all these could be good yeah that's probably that's one that where you can be thankful didn't happen yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Bioshock the well received games um, recently, even like Bioshock Infinite. There was a movie going to be made, I think we mentioned it, maybe one of the news episodes last year, or like fairly recently. It's not happening anymore. But oh, sad face. The reason why Bioshock movie, from what I saw, wasn't happening is because it was going to be made around the time after The Watch- Watchman came out, that film, which you've watched and you quite liked. Is that, uh, Zack Snyder yeah, I watched again?
1: the... um. I watched the uh, I didn't watch the full version that people say is really good I yeah, watched the because the only version. version that I could get was the
0: three hour version <laughs>
1: <that's> <laughs> rather gross. than the four hour version um, or whatever
0: it is but yeah after that it was alright after the Watchmen failed to perform really at the box office like money wise they were like yeah let's can Bioshock because that has any relevance with Watchmen do you know whatever. what Bioshock's
1: one of those uh, gaming franchises where you like yeah. how have they not made a movie of this year because it
0: looks interesting because it's,
1: it's a really interesting world
0: yeah uh, um, Sasha Baron Cohen was going to be Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, that would make sense. Do you know this story? No. Uh, well, he—I'm going to be paraphrasing to absolutely so. So, don't quote me directly, and I'm not quoting anyone else directly. But from what I remember and what I heard is, he was Freddie Mercury, and he was like getting involved with the making and stuff like that. And he went up to you know met Queen, met everyone. And he wanted to make an R-rated film, like a bit like Rocket Man, showing what Freddie was like and his backstory with, like you know, drugs and what he's gone through his life and everything like that, which you kind of do in Bohemian Rhapsody with Rami Malek, who Rami Malek is incredible in that film, won, worthy won an Oscar for it, worthy Oscar winner, yeah. Um, but it would have been interesting to see this film. But the reason why he got sort of kicked out of the project is because. When they had sort of done sort of going over what the story was gonna be about, and then they got to the bit about uh Freddy passing away, Queen was like uh, I think Brian May and everyone else was like, Okay, so uh what next? Uh what can we do after Queen? And and Sasha basically turned around and said, What do you mean? There is no Queen after Freddie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking burn. Oh dear. Uh, yeah. Which not gonna lie, he's fucking right. <laughs>
1: i think that's a little unfair on the other three members of queen
0: yeah i get but i guess what he again he i guess he was being a bit more biased in the f- sense that he want like queen what made them so great was freddie's songs and his flamboyance and his stage presence and his singing and, and yeah when you think of queen you think of freddie mercury in my opinion um
1: yeah i think you do i i, I think it's a little unfair to say that freddie mercury was queen because there was a lot more to queen than that Very but yeah. i like queen would have been a great band without freddie mercury it with someone great, else i don't think they, they wouldn't have, have, have been no queen though way. yeah without you know without
0: no freddie. way on the same level so i
1: can understand that yeah. um but, but there's <sighs> always been this kind of weird there's always been this kind of pseudo weird thing going around that a lot of people have kind of since freddie mercury died about how the queen property kind of uses this image yeah, kind of like, you know, um, so they're, just they're a little bit more reserved on like wanting to kind of make it simply about Freddie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Which,
0: but yeah. So I guess is, in like it's
1: it's a weird, it's a strange thing. Like obviously, I don't know any. The, I don't know Brian May. I don't know Roger yeah. Taylor and stuff. But it it always seems like it's kind of like a
0: the um the making of Bohemian Rhapsody is an absolute mess as well. Because, you know, obviously you had this whole fiasco going around with Sacha Baron and being involved and then not being involved and getting Rami Malek in, so they had to redo all that sort of stuff. But also with Brian Singer as the director, because mm. that whole shit happened with him being a bit of a thing with kids. Uh, so they sacked him off and then got um, Dexter Je- Jester, where was it? Dexter Dexter Fletcher, sorry. Dexter Jester. What the fuck am I De- talking about? Dexter Jester. Um, <laughs> it's De- a better name, De- but... Dexter, Dexter Fletcher, who like sort of completed finished off the making of bohemian rhapsody sort of saved it in a way because all the best bits you can probably look and be like yeah that's probably what dexter fletcher did because then he went on to make rocket man which is just incredible in my opinion i love was that he the
1: film. one who came up with that scene where the camera cuts <laughs>
0: uh oh, probably not yeah so that's another thing so bohemian rhapsody won the oscar for best editing and famously that was one of the worst oscar wins in history because there's a specific scene where uh they meet with their new manager or distributor publisher bollocks whatever person the guy that plays Littlefinger in game of thrones and he goes to sit down at their table but during this whole fiasco when he's sitting down it's cutting the camera is cutting to the faces of every single fucking member in queen and it's like there must have been some sort of contract thing written down where it was like right each character needs a certain amount of screen time, so they were like, "Right, well, fuck, we need." This to- was the oh, scene oh they made
1: it up, maybe, <laughs> yeah. made it up those minutes <laughs> in. Yeah, so yeah, that's an. Guys, absolute... just do a pan wide shot. It would have yes! been so much better.
0: Yeah, it's awful, and the fact that that one best editing is, synonymously honestly, laughable. Um, do you have any um, cancelled movies that uh, you wanted to see? I had two. Um, you had two.
1: Oh, me the, yeah. one. the first one I thought of. I, c- I can't remember now, and I'm really annoyed. I- and I'm trying to rack my brain over kind of what it is. Yeah. Um, but, anyway. Yeah. The other one is Tim Burton's Superman Lives. I have this one written. You man. have this one written oh, on your list. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, we didn't say this was going to be good, but... Um, I i'm really fascinated by this movie oh, have you yeah. seen the documentary i haven't seen the documentary i haven't but I seen the full thing
0: they but so they had Nicolas cage involved in being Nicolas cage was superman he was, with the he, long hair and everything he had long hair he had the costume he had everything i think he famously still has the costume <laughs> why Sup- did he keep it because it's, <laughs> it's probably a worth costume. billions of dollars it's probably I the I only one know. in existence <laughs> yeah
1: um but basically superman lives was going to be about um superman coming back from the dead basically
0: mm.
1: wasn't it and then um brainiac was going to be the main oh villain which a, a, a tim burton brainiac that makes sense oh
0: so good however i'm not a fan of tim burton at all i'm really not
1: I, like, I the batman movies they're uh, all right
0: yeah fair enough they're fine but i think when it gets to like alice and wonderland and charlie and the da, chocolate da, factory
1: da, 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 da,
0: now fair enough that's not the only films that i like of him. But he did like Charlie and Factory, which was just awful. And they yeah, did yeah, Alice in Wonderland films, which are just. Which you're are weird for. You're just being weird for weird sake. I don't. Why is this? There's like, like this. so
1: much interesting stuff about yeah. Superman Lives, though. But yes, yeah, it, it was in production and everything. <gasps> um, they were
0: like days away from starting filming, and then they cancelled it. And then they cancelled it. God, yeah. that but would've it would have been.
1: been uh, it would have been really interesting oh. to see where that went. <laughs> oh my oh.
0: god. That is. Yeah.
1: Because if you think like a Zack Schneider Superman movie is going to be dark. What what is a Tim Burton Superman movie going to be? You no, know, having Brainiac
0: as well as the villain that is I, perfect.
1: I have always wanted to see Brainiac as a
0: yeah. villain in the well, DC universe. Zod and Doomsday and stuff. he's like he's, he's the, Brainiac, like, man. It's like,
1: oh, we're gonna do Darkseid in the Schneider cut. which is, cut, just which is just like oh, it's just
0: Thanos. They like yeah. were
1: created by the same person. Yeah. I, literally... think du- I
0: think Darkseid was made first. Then yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but even so, but it's like, like,
1: the, tit- the Titans or whatever that are in Marvel, where thanos comes from are literally the new gods from dc just yeah. copied like yeah. if you go and watch a video about it and you just find out there's like you didn't have any originality yeah, in this idea did you you just wanted you to just, create the the equivalent just, for the marvel cinematic just, just universe
0: paint him a different color just paint him a different color <laughs> use a different person.
1: change all change all their roles slightly <laughs> um but they're, they're pretty they're not
0: identically the same but they're, they're quite similar no they're, they're similar like you know like the the shape of them and stuff they're, like that, they're, and they're uh, quite cosmic they're level, and godlike that live god-like, on this planet. Yeah.
1: That is like, yeah,
0: one of them's a literal god, one of them no. wants to be a god. That's Although, the only what
1: difference. I would say is dark side is a lot more than what he is presented at a lot of the time. He's, oh, yeah, if you read yeah. into him as a character, it's there, really there's, there's
0: some points when, I, you know, like in the Zack Snyder. Justice League and, like, everything that I've seen, like, in the games and stuff. The I'm anti-life like, equation. All he is doing, he shoots beams out of his eyes and he holds his hands behind his back and he is in the float posture and he floats. It's like, okay, what else to him? Like, oh, yeah, you want the anti-life equation. What is that? Like, give me more. Yeah. Like, in, I guess in the media that I've seen, there hasn't been enough of him. Um, no,
1: because those are the parts that tend to get focused on because that's how he's kind of first introduced all the time. But when you read into him, you realise that there's literally... That that, that that every time he faces the Justice League, it's not actually him.
0: Oh really? It's a copy of him. No, of course it is. It's beca- like Doctor Doom. Yeah, it's beca- a Doom
1: bot. Because Dark Side Prime is literally still on Apocalypse. Hmm. Because he is so powerful that he doesn't need to go out into the universe and do things. He can just create infinite amounts of copy. work from home. Seriously, like <laughs> everybody, go and look look up some Dark Side lore. It's really interesting. Mate, he
0: did it first before everyone worked he- from home. He knew the pandemic was coming. He did, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Virus can't get you if you good. stay at home. Good <laughs> on you. Good on you. Get a vaccine. Um, and the the search for the anti-life equation is really cool. Yeah, um, it's, it's all very interesting. Um, anyway, uh, Superman
0: lives. Superman lives. Brainiac. Brainiac
1: is like he's the other big bad of yeah. the of the universe. He's like, he's
0: like you know you got Thanos and then you got Ultron. Like Ultron is Brainiac or something like that. I would guess. say Brainiac is.
1: I would say, I would put. Other people may disagree. I would put Brainiac a dark side. because I think. Really. Yeah, because I like Brainiac is one of those villains who
0: is, I think. Isn't he like another techie guy? He's more
1: like, intra He's a he's a planet collector. He collects planets.
0: Oh, I guess he's like Galactus then. Yeah. That sort. But of he keeps
1: thing. them in little glass things.
0: So it's a bit like Pirates of the Caribbean when they've got like yeah. those little jars. I don't the I quotes. don't know
1: everything about Brainiac, but that's the stuff I do know. And he's he's he's, Bra- he's Brainiac because he's very brainy (laughs) as you uh, you would assume please elaborate Um, but i just love i love the idea of just him being like his lower torso because the the designs of him look amazing it's literally Mm. him with a spider torso and it's like like the the most tim burton thing you can possibly imagine instead of like the as In, much injustice as, brainiac who is just basically dr octopus yeah
0: um, as much as like this probably wouldn't have been a good film i really want to see it because <laughs> it's so nicholas Cage. <laughs> a superman god he's a great actor but you know i think nicholas cage's career is so weird so fascinating mm. so uh
1: kevin um what's his name Kevin, uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith,
0: that's it. Yeah, he wrote it, didn't he? He yeah. wrote. He, he was writing it. He, he wrote it. He was yeah.
1: He was writing it. And he did a documentary, or was the part of this documentary called The Death of Superman Lives that you can mm. go and watch, which is basically him explaining kind of why it never saw the light of day. God, God um, damn it. And it's really interesting. And he talks about the plot points and things. And it's I, I did watch it once upon a time. It's really interesting. It's <gasps> fascinating. And I'm like, I just want to see this movie now. Oh,
0: fuck yes.
1: I just want to see it. <laughs>
0: as well also I
1: want Brainiac in the DCU. I yeah, just, I'll just bring Brainiac just, in. I think he's a much in it's much more interesting villain than Darkseid to me. I think Darkseid like uh, as a small side note, Darkseid is the Thanos of the DC yeah. universe and unfortunately that's the kind of surface level presentation that he has. There's a lot of deeper stuff to
0: him. Yeah, like we just mentioned, yeah. But
1: I just think Brainiac's cool cuz he's different.
0: Yeah, like I was he's saying. Not, he's
1: can, not like a world ending. You can kind he's not of like can, a
0: Galactus. You yeah, can kind of compare him to Galactus, but he's a collector. You kind of can compare him to Ultron, but he's not really Ultron. It's, yeah, there's no He's his own comparison. entity, yeah. yeah. He's
1: kind of like, like. He doesn't follow the same theme of Big Bad's, of like, I want to destroy everything. It's like, I want to collect things and transmute really them into, and turn everybody into a like, robotic version of my minions and stuff. Nice. And, and, and he's not a big brute. He's a. You know, well, depending on how you present him, he is presented as a little bit of that in, in justice. Yeah. He's as I said, he's more Doctor Octopus in, in justice than anything else. Um, even with like the tentacle arms out the back and stuff. Yeah. But like I, I love it that he's just like other versions of him are like a small squat guy with a big brain that sits in a thing and pilots mm, things. Yeah. Like you can do so much with him as like There's no to... like
0: definitive look to him. Yeah,
1: he's not is... like he's not like pr- Physically intimidating.
0: Yeah. You but could say I, a bit like Mysterio. Yeah. Just a dude. I just, just I love a,
1: the idea of him just having like um just being this like lower torso of this giant mechanical yeah. spider and just yeah.
0: Amazing. Um I have another thing to do with Justice League, George Miller's Justice League. That was in gonna be around two thousand seven, two thousand and eight. They had the entire cast you know, casted. Oh fucking how do you say that? Name they they, um, they had everyone cast. cast. That's casted, it. Modern, the <laughs> casted fucking twat. Um, they were casted everyone was cast in the film it was written it was about to go ahead and then nope pulled the plug what was the cast fuck i didn't write that down no let me get that i'm really fascinated um, by this i think army hammer was batman we'll see yeah i think so uh george miller's batman uh, justice league not batman um it was called justice league mortal i think mm. um Let's see. Uh, so, yeah, it was shelved, not put. So, the cast. Yeah, it was just, just shelved Ah, uh, seeing off. the picture of Nicolas Cage as Superman. Oh, my God. That is... That is certainly something. Um, So, let's have a look. Why is... Why is cast... So, yeah, Army Hammer as Batman, Bruce Wayne. Um, DJ Cotrona uh, as Superman. Just,
1: just, I love it so much.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll definitely put, like, pictures of stuff in the Facebook group. When we like do have time. So... But some of the pictures here are just insane. Oh, is that
1: like a, Somebody's made like a, a toy version of it. But like, it's yeah. so cool and weird and creepy. <laughs> like how... It's just <laughs> a Either. head in a globe with spider legs. Like... <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so... So like I said, uh, Army Hammer as uh, Batman Bruce Wayne. DJ Cotrona uh, as Superman kal el Clark Kent, uh, Megan Gale as Wonder Woman. Um, Adam Brody. You remember him? Adam Brody as The Flash. Uh, then you had uh, Hugh Keyes-Byrne uh, uh, as Martian Manhunter. Uh, Teresa Palmer as uh, Talia Al Ghul. Um, Zoe Kazan as uh, Iris Allen. Uh, Santiago uh, Cabrera as Aquaman. Um, Jay Baruchel as Maxwell Lord. Uh, Common as John... Who the fuck is Common. Comment as John Stewart, Green Lantern, and Anton Yelchin as the Flash Wally West. So there's gonna be two Flash. Justice League um Justice League Mortal Mortal, it was yeah. called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, all the cast was made. The production was there, about to go ahead. Um yeah, in January two thousand eight, Warner Brothers announced the film was def- in indefinite hold. Um Yeah.
1: I just know. It's crazy. I didn't George, know, I didn't know actually much about this. George this Miller, he was
0: the he's the guy that did Mad Max Fury Road as well. He did all those films and stuff. It's so he's a good filmmaker. Really good filmmaker. This what, would have been really interesting. What was, was the an,
1: plot of the movie?
0: Uh I don't particularly know. Uh do it's you know? a future a funeral of Metropolis and the fallen hero, thousands of attendants. Uh Batman is back. Oh my god. They literally have the entire fucking story. I don't have enough time to read through all this. Oh my god. So the film is there. Uh script ends with justice League launching themselves the outer space oh my God, to they battle... do... oh my God they were about to battle starro the conqueror
1: oh my starro was
0: gonna be in this film, holy shit Maxwell Lord was in this yeah, obviously oh wow incredible I can't
1: find a high quality image, but there is actually yes a... there there is there is a photo. cast, full cast image
0: yep yeah it's all there it looks so like
1: it looks um, so like um
0: kind of weird just all there all made I don't know why you spend so much money getting all this stuff done and, and then just then pull the plug on it oh, god damn why would you do this so yeah that's George Miller's Justice League um, do you remember the second one you had or should I go into others
1: I, I'm trying to remember what the bloody hell yeah. it was because obviously movies that were drastically changed or slash yeah. cancelled and I
0: mm, can't think I <sighs> can't think uh I've got one, two, <laughs> three, four, five left. I've got five ish. Go for it. Five ish. Um I'll get I'll, I'll get rid of over this one real quick. The rest of the Narnia films. What happened to them? So obviously we had three made. One of the first one, Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe, very long title to a film. Um yeah. that was incredible. That was really good that film, wasn't it? Um it, critically acclaimed did really well at the box office and then it, w- it was sort of it was a bit like um, it was it was the sort of like uh young adult movies sort of thing that they tried to do you know harry potter and divergent series and the maze runner films and hunger games and stuff it
1: was the, it was in all um, it, it all came out of hunger games in it yeah. adapting young adult novels yeah um, fantasy novels so yeah
0: into TV lion shows. witch in the wardrobe was great Prince Caspian was sorry right yeah. Voyage of the Dawn Treader which yeah and I think Voyage of the Dawn Treader came out years after the second one it was, it, a, f- it was a good couple of years yeah it, it got to the point where it was I think the reason why they stopped doing them is maybe because of you know the rights to the the property and maybe because also because it, it was taking so long for each of them to come out the cast was just too old you know? yeah um, which is a shame because how many books are there with the Narnia films? Like six. There seven, are
1: five Narnia
0: books. Five. When they did three, you're gonna Google. I'll get the series up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It's. Yeah, honestly, I don't really remember too much of Prince Caspian. I've only seen that once, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. It was a, I think a rat or something, a squirrel. It had a sword. Yeah, yes, that, there's a rat um, that has a sword. Yeah. Um, Voyage of the Dawn Treader, I don't remember at all. I don't. I just saw the seven books. Seven. I was wrong. Seven. Holy shit! So they weren't even halfway through it. So
1: there's The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, of course, yeah. which is the first one. Yep,
0: yeah, which is really good.
1: Uh, Prince Caspian, The Return of Narnia. Yep. Uh, Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Yep. Uh, the Silver Chair.
0: Ah, the Silver Chair. The horse
1: and his boy. <laughs> and then the magician's nephew, and then the last battle. Nice. Um, and they all, they all are sequels of one another, I believe. Yeah. Um. Why did they stop making them? I mean, yeah. I think oh no. Okay. Sorry. They're, they're not all. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> so Prince Caspian is obviously, um, a sequel to the first, uh, book. Mm. Um, then the voyage of the Dawn Treader is a sequel to that one. Yeah. In which Lucy and Edmund go back. And yeah, because there's only those two on, that return, isn't it? It wasn't go on a voyage.
0: Peter or Susan that came back. Uh, the Caspian's in it as well, of course. Yeah. In the
1: Dawn Treader. Um, yeah. I can't
0: remember so that.
1: the Silver Chair is the first Narnie book that doesn't include the Pevensey children. They're not in the fourth one. Oh. Um, so why did
0: it take them that long to make it when they didn't have to bring them back?
1: <laughs> no, this the Silver Chair. This is the one that yeah.
0: wouldn't have been made or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Instead, it focuses on Eustace, who is the character we're introduced to in *The Dawn Treader*, as the the cousin. Yeah. Um, who I believe becomes like the he becomes like the pseudo main character of the series from then on. Um, it's That's really weird. strange. Yeah, it's. I mean, weird. obviously, it,
0: the, the um, comfy chair, not the silver chair. <laughs> Should have called it that. Um,
1: yeah. I think alongside his classmate Jill Pole, who comes back with him.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: because obviously the whole idea with Narnia is that once you become an adult, you can't go back
0: even though they do in the first one. Uh, uh,
1: yes they do because they're still young enough.
0: Oh. But they
1: they come No, no it's because they don't leave. So they live out their lives ah. and then they go back to their old old bodies and stuff yeah. 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 It's like weird but like they live to their an old age. They rule the kingdom of Narnia for that must be kind of many many bugged. years. Yeah. Uh and then so you're like go back to their previous so lives. So you're
0: like 80 years old in a 20 year old body. Yeah. That's mental. Pretty much. It's pretty weird isn't so it? much experience, man pretty strange jesus
1: Um, yeah anyway um the horse and his boy
0: horse and his boy what that's probably the one of the worst titles uh horse and a good boy is it a dog horse and a good boy best of boys yeah I've. uh
1: this one's a weird one this one takes place like right after the first book okay um but it's completely focused on other things Oh, okay. Some really strange things. Uh, the Magician's Nephew is then a prequel to the first book.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yes, ladies and, and gentlemen. And then The Last Battle. Pre- and then, then The Last Battle is The Last Battle. Okay. This um, is... Jill and Eustace return to Narnia to save it.
0: Do you think the guy that made Star Wars wrote these books? Obviously George Lucas, because he did 4, 5, 6, and 1, 2, 3, then 7, 8, 9. It's a bit weird series. Bit
1: one weird. of the things that I... I watched a really interesting video on Narnia and why it f- kind of failed as a, as a fantasy series compared to things like Lord of the Rings and stuff. Yeah. It's also because it's very religiously driven. Okay. And, like, the point that was made in the video is that it's very specifically, like, th- basically, the, the goal, the thing of the Narnia books is, like, you should have good faith in your life and you should believe in God. That's kind of what they're saying. This yeah. is children, they're kind of teaching children how to have a relationship with religion. Like, Aslan is, like, a representation oh, of God. God. And, you know, Narnia is like heaven and uh, read into it. Uh, there's a lot of connections. It's very obviously like, um, it's very obviously like kind of not yeah, it has a bit of an agenda, It has a bit of, an agenda, bit, of an agenda. bit of an agenda, bit of an agenda to say that religion should be a part of your life and yeah. Christianity is important yeah. in a way, you know, um, and the whole like not being able to return as a kid and stuff is because you kind of lose that Jesus, that innocence as a child and stuff. And yeah. Stuff weird stuff like that, and one of the reasons, one of the things that they made is that it's very hard for a wider audience to engage in that. Yeah. And especially when you're kind of wanting them to be these fantasy epics, but the story is about kind of learning the lesson of Christ in a way. Yeah. And learning the lessons of Christ, but it's not. That's not something that everybody's going to be very interested in for following for too long. Um, because if you think about it, all three movies are kind of similar.
0: They, I generally can't remember. They all
1: kind of end with being like, "Oh yeah, have good faith and worship and pray for Aslan to come and save you," because <laughs> well, it's kind of what they are. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. You know, it's there's there's other things that go on. Yes. Yeah. But like that's effectively some of what goes on. Whereas you know, something like Lord of the Rings is very religiously driven, but there's no religion. And it doesn't focus
0: on religion. Yeah. It focuses Just, on fellow. This is, this is good, and this is fellowship bad. and yeah.
1: friendship, and why that's important um bad
0: people are bad good people are good I don't know. yeah
1: and like it's very interesting actually there's kind of like a um his dark materials yeah philip pullman has said that he like one of his like things that he was thinking about and thinks about when he thinks about that series that he wrote is that he wanted it to be a kind of like rebuttal to things like narnia where they take a very kind of uh a kind of a gendered view of you know, like christianity and stuff and and he kind of wanted to break the system with it. Yeah. And for those of you who know anything about His Dark Materials, oh, it's kind of like... It's kind of basically a bit of a stab at organised religion no. <laughs> as a series. And yeah. kind of saying how it's kind of bad, in a way, and how organised religion can... Like, there's this... There's basically this... this uh, His Dark Materials is about the fact that there's multiple worlds, basically. Yeah. And in one of the worlds, which Lyra is from, there's this place called the Magisterium, who are basically like a very... Tyrannical church <laughs> who, who control what you want to do and think and and what you should oh, practice. Gotta and, love it and all that jazz. Um, but yeah, anyway, mm. um, but that was really I thought it was really interesting. It was a good video essay I watched. Um, yeah, where they were basically saying the different reasons why, and they presented other reasons why it wasn't maybe as successful as um, some of the other, you know,
0: mm. mm-hmm. a lot of the um, young adult. Yeah, series and franchise don't really go all the way to the end. Like Maze Runner, I think only just got to the end. Divergent sh- films, they didn't get to the end. They never finished. They never finished. Like, I, re- you know, Divergent, really good first film. Really good. Second one, I think, is called um, Insurgent, which is. alright. And then the third one is called Allegiant, and fuck f- me, that was boring. I saw it in a cinema, and. Oh.
1: So the Maze Runner franchise went the same way as well. Yeah. Is, they got was it
0: the Maze Runner and then the Death Cure and then... Or something like that. Uh,
1: Maze, Maze, Maze Runner, the Death Cure, and then... Maze. Or something,
0: then the Death Cure or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like, they didn't finish, like, you know... Hunger Scorch Games? Trials. Scorch? Scorch Trials was the second one, that was it. Yeah. Scorch Trials, then the Death Cure. Um, yeah, the Hunger Games ended up finishing, Harry Potter ended up finishing, and I think Harry Potter was more successful than any of the ones we've ever seen... Because we grow up with the characters and it moves on and the tone changes. Like, I wouldn't really. Like, I think we may have mentioned to Jem when uh, she came on uh, to the podcast and we spoke about the Harry two Harry Potter films mm. and the books and stuff. And I think I mentioned or we went on to the topic of the tone changes from like the first couple to the end of it. And yeah. that's ultimately a genius move because I couldn't really imagine... Like, not, not saying that the Chamber of Secrets what Philosopher's Stone aren't dark, but they have that sort of kiddy, oh, new exploring adventure, this whole wide world. Oh my God, this is incredible. Can't really expect that sort of tone to keep foot in the Deathly Hallows. <laughs> not at all, I don't think. Um, so I guess, like yeah, you need to learn to adapt and move and change and move on with life like what harry potter does more lessons to learn different
1: yeah it's it's kind of um grow up with your audience interesting enough most most you've just said it like most young adult novels are about growing up yeah because that's what it means to be a young adult yeah you're growing up um but there's others that do it better than a lot of them yeah you know yeah Uh, like they're all the same like narnia is a coming of age story yeah it just is harry potter is a coming of age story yeah you know uh, his know, dark his dark materials a of, is a coming of age story
0: a lot of them also like really delves into that oh he's the chosen one that sort of storyline like the chosen one or like narnia the chose like, like a
1: special yeah, child yeah, a who special has child,
0: yeah. or or a group of children that come in or a group of people that come in kings and, and, save and, Queens us, and narnia. Kings. all right yeah we, we've seen this before like and I guess with Lord of the Rings, Star it really Wars that. much? Yeah, Star Wars much. Um, does Lord of the Rings do that? I know it's like, no. There's a prophecy, but there's no like, oh, there's a there's a there's a chosen one that is a hobbit. There's no chosen. The hobbit one, is no. the one that does this. It's like, oh god, the ring's going to destroy. Let's it, just stop that from happening. It doesn't matter who has it. There's no like chosen it one individual. It doesn't
1: matter who is the ring bearer. Somebody has to bear the weight of the ring. Yeah. I suppose you could argue that Sam's the chosen one, but he's not. Oh, he is he mummy is. ears i mean he is bloody sam uh, he's
0: great that you just started watching shadow and bone on netflix and then the chosen one story for fuck's sake? <laughs> damn it <laughs> more adult fiction <laughs> Why are these fucking shows do in films doing chosen one bollocks
1: um but yeah it's no, like um yeah i suppose that's another one i have to say like uh, shadow and bone is something that i do want to watch but yeah yeah it's, it's amazing that it's all just coming of age cho- slash chosen, chosen one. one stories yeah, it's um, I
0: prefer the film. Like, His Dark Materials fucking, is. I tell is you that what was another well, problem. Actually. Yeah, we're going back to it. Fucking Mulan. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> fucking Chosen One. Mullen. That's why that Mulan dog shit film. Mulan. Because Mulan's not the Chosen One. She's just a girl that tries to do a father proud and she works hard. New Mulan doesn't do that at all. Not one bit. She just, Oh, she's special. Good on you. She is. She is. She is Ray. Uh, Nah, i guess i guess they can be good they can be good like ray is fine but she does have that problem
1: i'm sorry ray is not fine let's not
0: well i mean they try their best no 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 i'm making this argument no force awakens yeah she's op second one she's a bit of adults and she does have limits she's a bit of adults she's a bit of adults and she does have limits and she has flaws Oh, and then Rise of Skywalker, she's fine, and she's God, and she's amazing, and she just kills everyone. Okay. My,
1: my big problem with her, as it is with all the new characters, is that none of them are characters. Fair <laughs>
0: enough.
1: We've got on to Star Wars again, Ryan. God's sake. Why, we do, t- we, why do we end up back here take every a, take time? A shot every how, time we how,
0: mention anything to do with Mullen or Rise of Skywalker. That's how bad Rise of
1: Skywalker was. It was a
0: fucking awful movie. Yeah, we need to stop. We need is, to this stop. This is a problem. There we need to problem. admit our problem, and we need to move on. <laughs> um, yeah, we were talking about cancelled movies and stuff. Now onto this again. <laughs> that's one movie that should have been cancelled. Oh god! Um, um, yeah, so the 90 films. If
1: we're going to talk about movies that were cancelled or changed, yeah. the original Star Wars nine. Yeah. yeah. With what's his name? Co- Colin Trevorrow. Colin yeah, Trevorrow. Yeah. That's, that's that we one. we covered yeah. when we did Rise of Skywalker. Yeah.
0: Like and the original. How different he... would that movie have been? It was different. Uh, Rise of Skywalker is the best Star Wars movie you are wrong it's okay it's fine you're entitled to your opinion but you're wrong it's fine
1: <laughs> I'm sorry what was what's Rise of Skywalker what is that I don't remember what that was it? I don't remember that no they stopped um, after the last Jedi didn't they yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that film yeah. before
0: no oh, I get, whatever if you liked it it's fine but I just completely <laughs> disagree with you um yeah no, no you mentioned like yeah, the okay. Yeah. so there would have been a different one because it was called Jewel of Fates wasn't it um another one which that is was, such
1: a better title
0: is this title of a song is the best star Wars, well, arguably the best star wars song um but it
1: harks back to the the, the, the jewel it's um, the jewel of fates because god. the jewel of fates is the jewel of anakin's fate then and with, then it links back into the oh my god it's so good
0: but, why bring power so team um solo a star wars story do you remember that oh my god like and that uh, had a different production and uh how that was being made do you remember uh, so, Lord and Mil- Miller was on board. The guys that did the Lego movie, which is a great movie, by the way. You should all watch it. And it's definitely not a kid's movie that is about Lego, and there's nothing wrong with Lego. I am aiming this comment specifically towards one individual that we both know. Um, Lego Batman. Uh, so, yeah, they did the, they did Lego movie, and then they also did uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. They did uh, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street... Um, they're all great movies, definitively. They yeah. are great movies. So they were doing solo a Star Wars story. Um, the theme of it was going to be very uh, comedy based. It was going to be um, like very improv just like what a lot of their other like Twenty One Jump Street as well was very improv And they got about, they were done. I think they they completely finished the film. Um, but the horror upset. Disney and Lucasfilms did not like it and they were like right well fuck you guys are gone you're sacked and um, because they also had uh, I think I don't know specifically but I think um don't quote me on this Amelia Clark came out and was like I w- was felt quite lost in the making I didn't really know the direction of where we were going I, like like get it and she wasn't like sort of fully into the whole improv um acting style um, which is a shame because she's a great actor um, and everything. And then they decided to get Ron Howard in and just reshoot 80% of the movie.
1: Completely change the movie. Completely
0: change the movie. Which is, when you watch it, it's all right. <laughs> again, there's our a, there's a movie review of that film. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, but I again, it's one of those things like they are clearly well... they're proven directors and they're proven writers and doing great stuff before it's just I really wanted to see what that film was like yeah it could have been an absolute train wreck (laughs) it could have been it could have been you never know but you're gonna hire a fucking director to do a certain vision make them big. that's the confusing
1: thing is like the movie was already pretty much done it was yeah so it's like you've been seeing him make this you okayed the script for this why are you now changing your mind yeah you just got cold feet at the last minute
0: yeah, so 80, 80% of that film was reshot and redone. 80%. Yeah, 80%. Um, another film, Star Wars-based... Rogue One. Rogue One. It, it was yeah. heavily edited and heavily reshot. And as much as I actually really enjoy Rogue One, um, when you look at some of the early trailers to that film, there was like an entire sequence when um, Jyn so and all of those characters were running along the beach with the plans. So there was an entire action sequence with the AT-ATs coming around and they were trying to get boxed in. and Yeah, it didn't end up... There out. was an actual scene where they work as a team. Yeah, um, yeah. and I think um, Cassian... I think I, re- I read this up. So I think Cassian and K-2SO died together. Um, and they, you know, the three... Uh, Cassian, uh, Bodhi, and Jin were the ones that ran across the beach. Um, that entire sequence with Darth Vader at the end, that wasn't in the film. That was added on, which... You know, I have all the things to add on. That's pretty fucking good. That's a pretty good mate.
1: Yeah, they should it's have kept it just good. that scene, though, and not the one
0: beforehand. Uh, which one know, was that? Where it's, you know, the one where he makes... Oh, when you actually see him and you walk up to... And he really makes <laughs> that dad joke.
1: Again, it's, it's this thing that we've talked about a lot on this show with different projects that we've we've kind of talked yeah. about and different movies and different media. Don't spoil things. Mm. Keep things secret. How good it would have been if the first time you saw Darth Vader in that movie was that bit was just him igniting his cori- lightsaber in the
0: corridor oh my god that would have been so good but yeah rogue one um i don't think that was yeah obviously it wasn't like 80% changed it was still drastically changed enough to have have like quite a a following or some sort of audience looking at him, being like, "Why has this changed so much?" This is this
1: yeah, because a lot of people have said that there's there's a lot more characterization of yeah. Jen in it or Jin
0: Jin, yeah. and it's like she's the next Jen. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving swiftly on. Um, what else do I have? You got any others? You got any others that you think of the top I, of it?
1: I'll be honest. I yeah. I've only thought of like Superman Lives was the big one that big came one. to my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and brought back all sorts of memories of going down rabbit holes about that on, on the internet. Um, the I'm, mask. I'm trying to think yeah. of different ones that I, different movies that were going to be made by other people.
0: Yeah. Uh, or were completely different or canceled. I have uh one, two, three, three ish. Three, but one of them has like multiple films, which I'll get onto in a second. So the mask and son of the mask, completely different films. Have you seen the first mask film with Jim Carrey? Yeah, ages ago. It's great. I love it. It's dumb. It's it's just Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey being, being, Jim, being Carrey. Jim Carrey. Great. It's what you asked for. Um, he, uh, what was it? So they, <laughs> they wanted to make a sequel. He didn't really want to come back for it, and there was this whole fiasco going around. And then they ended up getting Jamie Kennedy. Do you do you know get Jamie Kennedy?
1: Uh, I think I do. Yeah.
0: He's he's a bit of a Provo bloke. Um, he he was a guy that had his own like comedy show on tv and stuff like that he was kind of popular but they ended up making son of the mask which was i i think an abomination of a film um it's not funny the cgi is pretty shit the story oh my god it's just we should watch that there's so much wrong with it and there was a lot of controversy surrounding jamie kennedy because they filmed it in australia and he ended up coming out in, like, newspapers being like, oh, God. And, uh, well, there was rumours going around of him saying stuff like, um, oh, Aust- Australians and people who live in Sydney are so up themselves. They think they're better than everyone. It's like, Jamie, shut the fuck up. You just, you made a shit film. Just stop. I saw this there was
1: a whole business. Of, this guy's, like, really fucking stuck up about this, yeah, isn't he? Very stuck up. He's very, uh, he's very bitter about, about Australia. How he, and didn't, how he didn't get his... He didn't
0: get noticed in Australia. Yeah. No, no girl would fuck him and it's alright whatever good on you mate you made a pretty average whatever I don't know what you do now you made a YouTube channel I think whatever Um, yeah Son of the Mask is a shit film and the first mask was great and it's just sort of what if Jim Carrey stood on and kept on doing the mask film the second mask um do you want a good one or a weird one uh
1: give me a weird one
0: right so Space Jam You know and love Space Jam. Uh, Our The first one with Michael Jordan was somewhat successful. um, And they wanted to do a sequel. They wanted to do multiple sequels. As you would. Um, So they tried to get Michael Jordan back. um, But they couldn't... um, They couldn't get him back because he didn't want to come back. Even though... The, the, the execs of this film making it kept on telling their uh, designers, the 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 poster, whoever makes the posters and the um, oh god, the artists and the CGI people, the visual effects artists or whatever, they kept on saying to them, "I'll just make stuff with um, Michael Jordan in mind because we're trying to get him back, even though he refused to." So obviously he left. And they were like right so we want to make another space jam sequel but let's try a different angle so they wanted to make skate jam with Tony Hawk they wanted to make spy jam with Jackie Chan and they wanted to make race jam but with Jeff Gordon and they wanted to make a golf film but with Tiger Woods and Looney Tunes golf yeah jam golf jam <laughs> this is ridiculous this is mental um but the spy jam film with jackie chan um that was kind of the one that was in the works a little bit more than others but they ended up changing the entire concept and everything and ended up being looney tunes back in action which is the one with brendan fraser which is from what i remember pretty good but it's probably one of those films that if i watched back those then,
1: movies with like real people and looney tunes
0: in, are the weird yeah. Hey, have you seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? No. That is genuinely really good film, and that's I, like live action with because probably because it was the first of its kind, and it was so revolutionary and it worked. Yeah. Um, so
1: it's a detective story. Isn't yeah, it? it's a detective. Yeah. Story. It's fucking brilliant. I've it's, seen is, clips of it. It's yeah, Christopher to, Lloyd as the bad guy. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Um, I need to I need to go and I do need but, to watch
0: that. Yeah, but what, from what I remember of um, Looney Tunes back in action, it has a Martin. Uh, oh God, what's his name? He's the guy that, uh, I don't know, his name's Martin. Um, he plays the bad guy. And obviously Brendan Fraser. It is kind of like a spy thing, a bit James Bond-like, because it has, what's his name? He was in, I think he was a James Bond, and he ended up um, being a one of the Time, Lord, Time Lords in Doctor Who. Oh, God, what's his name? Um, in End of Time, <sighs> and he was the Time Lord with the robot arm and he was oh a, he, um,
1: but he, Timothy from, Dalton yeah I think that's him he's the one Timothy in Hot Fuzz,
0: Hot Fuzz and he has the thing that go up his yeah. chin yeah. yeah he was um in Looney Mr Toons Skinner Back. <laughs> yeah Mr Skinner uh, he, was, he was a guy in um Looney Tunes Back in Action playing the father of Brendan Fraser and it's bad shit that film but it's great I, I remember liking that amazing but yeah the amount of Space Jam films they obviously made the second one that came out recently A New Legacy with um LeBron James which i've i know what happened um hmm. Hmm. no
1: I don't, it's just no. the whole fair enough like space jam is obviously a fun movie but like <sighs> space the, jam the concept really doesn't enthrall me it's i'm just like dumb. it's so dumb it's yeah. really dumb like it's almost like dodgeball level dumb that's where it is Dodgeball's quite a funny movie though so we'll so let that
0: off rumors are Oh, no. They're in talks to make a third Space Jam. Oh, for fuck's sake. But um, with Dwayne Johnson, and it's going to be about wrestling. <laughs> I'd see that. Because <laughs> Dwayne Johnson wouldn't give a shit, would he? Surely. He'd do it. Would he? I mean, he made Jungle Cruise.
1: <laughs> or very something, very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I
0: don't even know if that film's any good We're making
1: We're making films about rides at Disneyland now, people. Yeah. They did that with well, Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: was a ride that they made into a film. Yeah, but that
1: was a rarity because it was an actual success. Lightning in a bottle. And then they tried up.
0: that another five times and it and didn't work.
1: And then it didn't work. <laughs> I wonder why.
0: Uh, I've got one more, um, which is... Wait, did they try it five times
1: or four times?
0: Four, well, I mean, four did, extra. Well, they did Pirates of the Caribbean one, two, three, then it was, yeah, no, five, surely. They did Pirates of the Caribbean... Yeah, Black I'm not Pearl. counting one, though, because that was the success. Oh, no, that, okay, that's what I mean. So four, you, what, was, what was the second one called?
1: Uh, Dead, Man's Chest, Dead Man's Chest, then World's, World's End. End, and then, then Unstranger Tides, and, and then Salazar's, Salazar's Revenge slash Dead Man's Animal Tales, which is a better title, and I don't know why they didn't stick
0: with it. Anyway, yeah, don't do that. Um, I got one more, which is Go quite big. Guillermo del Toro's The Hobbit. Yes. That is... <sighs>
1: <sighs> <sighs> why didn't they make that? <laughs> um,
0: so they were quite far in. So this ties in this, quite nicely
1: to what we will what we do talk next about week. next week.
0: Um, yeah, they so Peter Jackson didn't want to come back and make mm. this film. Um, and he was like, he, I think he went to Guillermo del Toro and was like, do you want to make this? And he was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I going to be on right on board. But things kept stalling and time was running out. Guillermo del Toro didn't want to make it. Like a sequel or a prequel to... No, you didn't want to make it a prequel to Lord of the Rings, which is makes sense because The Hobbit isn't a prequel to Lord of the Rings. If anything, the Silmarillion is. Because that's all to do with Saur, Sauron and all that stuff. Like yeah, Hobbit, more, it's, it's just the Hobbit has the
1: ring in it, but that's it's a side story of even, what the actual story is. Yeah, it's not even really... doesn't even need to be. It's Bilbo's family. adventures.
0: Yeah, but they're dealing with a dragon and some dwarves in a cave. Right, sweet. Nice. Let's do that. But... Guillermo del Toro at the helm of it. Oh, that is so fascinating because he's one of the best. It would have been.
1: I think it would have been better for for this interesting reason, and that is that The Hobbit is a book written for kids. Yeah, like It's not written like The Lord of the Rings is that is very lore heavy and from different character perspectives. And it's one book
0: not three and films. It's
1: one book but it's designed to be a, a bedtime story for children Yeah, in the world There's of There's a lot of, of singing Rings. in it as well isn't there? There's a lot of singing. It's, it, the way it's written is very different. It kind of bounces along. Yeah. It's quite it's lighter hearted in some places even though it deals with still heavy things. It's kind of, you
0: know. Yeah.
1: And basically The Hobbit is also based around a bunch of tales of myths. Yeah. Beowulf and the Dragon for example. It's like that's the whole thing about Smog. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like meant to be a bunch of hero tales that Bilbo goes on in these ad- wild adventures and stuff. And I think Guillermo del Toro would have captured that spirit yeah. of it instead of it being a weird prequel continuation of the tone of Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, I think from a a visually, he's one of the best visual directors dealing with practicals ever. Yeah, I feel as though because if you watch. Even though I'm not great fans of, like, Pan's Labyrinth. Or, Pan's, I was
1: going to say Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. I'm not a
0: fan of the film. I find the story a bit weird. But production-wise, and him the Hellboy films, fuck, they look good. They look really good. And there's a reason why he's as good of a director as he's ever done. Like, again, Shape of Water, I'm not really a fan of. But, Christ, everything looks good in that film. Everything looks incredible. God, um, just... Him, it's almost like the perfect marriage him doing something like lord of the rings or the hobbit especially and yeah the whole production i, I read i think i watched like a three-part uh, like sort of video essay sort of thing on youtube um and it was this uh this, this lady who went to new zealand and tried to like uncover the mysteries of like what happened with the, the hobbit films and why they don't know they don't necessarily work compared to the lord of the rings films and like the behind the scenes, like it wasn't until they started filming the second film where they realised, oh yeah, we'll make this a third, like a, a trilogy. It's yeah, like it was What? Planning, yeah. During the second film, yeah, it's fascinating, and yeah, so that links into what we're going to be doing next week, which is going to be um, the Hobbit film, but condensed into one movie, which we've been speaking about for a couple months. There's this couple months. cut
1: of The Hobbit movie that's been floating around. I've mentioned it before, yeah. called The Cardinal Cut, where somebody has basically cut together all three Hobbit movies as if it was one movie yeah. to represent the one book of The Hobbit. Yeah. Um, and there's a list online of the, on the website of like what scenes have been cut, what scenes have been trimmed and shortened and different things to make it cohesive. Um, and it'll be really interesting to watch it and how different it'll be.
0: Yeah.
1: And we're going to have
0: Ed, our, Eddie on. Yeah, we have our housemate who is a Lord of the Rings aficionado.
1: Yes, he is. knows a lot more about the wider world of Tolkien and stuff. He's a I mean, fellow nerd. I don't know how many times Ed's read Lord of the Rings, but it's got to be over 20 <laughs> at least. <laughs> in, the, in nearly double digits. Well, ne- not, not nearly. nearly definitely triple. in triple digits. Yeah. Um, um, I do have one um, more. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. That
0: I've just. You just remembered. I've remembered and All I've right. discovered. Oh, no. What have you discovered?
1: Joel Schumacher. Oh, was going to make a third Batman
0: movie. Oh, wow. What was that going to be about?
1: It was going to be called Batman Unchained.
0: Oh, this rings a bell. That was I later this...
1: chained to Batman Triumphant, which is a better title than Batman Unchained, which is sounds like... like a XXX
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Um, um
1: So he, he was all nailed on to do this. Yeah. It was eventually cancelled, of course, because of the horrendous backlash that Batman and Robin got
0: isn't um, there an argument out there saying that if you just take it for what it is Batman and Robin is actually a good film
1: no it's not because Joel <laughs> Schumacher literally admitted that Batman and Robin was literally designed
0: to sell toys Yep. doesn't everyone that was involved with that film apologise, come out and apologise they should do publicly, well they have I think, have they? yeah yeah. yeah. I think even Joel Schumacher himself, he apologised like, yeah. if, if I've offended anyone then I'm truly sorry he's like I didn't intend that and it's like oh I kind of feel bad but did he, he did apologize yeah. to the fans even george clooney it. like comes out and apologizes and stuff which um, is quite funny
1: here are 15 things yeah. that would have been about oh jesus christ in joel schumacher's un- batman unchained are you Keep ready bringing, ladies bringing it home on today's so podcast it would have so. been a darker tone than batman and robin because <laughs> because joel schumacher literally wanted to take it in that direction
0: i wonder if batman begins a shit
1: um and how the movie might have offered that actually, redress himself to redeem in the eyes of the fan base. Losing Bat Nipples might have been a good start. It would have definitely
0: been a good start. I think that would have been a good. start. I agree. So no, number fifteen, this
1: wouldn't have been Harley no. Quinn was the uh, the daughter of Joker.
0: Oh oh no, mm, no thank you, no no. So what so? Mm, so what sort of relationship? She would have been that, one then? of two villains. Yeah, the Joker,
1: the Batman faced in Unchained um
0: isn't she would have been forever a sequel to batman returns it's meant to be the same world yes yeah so this doesn't make sense it's not the it's not the same but isn't also isn't batman and robin meant to be a sequel to batman forever like isn't this whole thing meant to be like it's meant to be four movies back to back yeah Yeah, but they're
1: not because they changed director halfway through they're so so drastic
0: so jack nicholson
1: Batman and Robin is meant to be... Val Kilmer didn't come back, but it's meant to be the same. Yeah. It's the same universe as Batman Forever.
0: So Jack Nicholson had a girl called Harley Quinn, effectively.
1: Effectively, effectively, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's... Um, That is certainly something. Uh, What else is about to happen? uh, Harley Quinn.
1: Classic villains would have returned via hallucinations.
0: Of course. Uh, Because you've got to get that money back. Uh
1: None of them would have returned for the sequel. None of the big names would have been back. No. So oh, it wouldn't no. have been um Arnie as as Mr. Freeze.
0: Big it, names. It, it, would, <laughs> it Wouldn't, I'm sorry, wouldn't have been me. Jack Nicholson.
1: Oh, definitely If you pay him like
0: a hundred million dollars, then yeah, he might have been, but
1: Um The big the big part of Batman Triumphant would have been all of the villains showing up at once, yeah. which would have
0: been so sixties. It would oh, have been man, hilarious. Son- <laughs> that would have been it would have been literally the sixty-six. Um Batman film with Adam West. Uh, That's
1: it's
0: so, the it's, it's good. It's <coughs>
1: pretty there. uh, So uh, There's so much going on in this, I'm sorry. There's yeah. so much planned for this movie. So at some point, Batman would have been injected with uh, fear toxin by Scarecrow. Standard. Scarecrow would have been in this movie. Oh, yeah. Joel Schumacher, Scarecrow. Can't wait to see what he would have done with that. He, <laughs> that been a, would, have been... he would have
0: been a pillowcase or something. <laughs> I swear God. He would, have, he would a...
1: have literally been the same guy from The Wizard of <laughs> Oz.
0: Oh my god, yes. Yes. Please bring that all in us.
1: Um he would have been he would have been dosed with that, he would have killed an, a villain or two and hallucinated. <laughs> yeah, this is all the thing, and it would have been Batman wrestling to come to terms with his actions. He would have faced Joker, Penguin, Catwoman, the Riddler, Two Face, we'll all be there.
0: I tell you the villain that needs um, to be made in a Batman film. <laughs> Coolio
1: was gonna play Scarecrow. <laughs> don't know whether you know who coolio is no i don't uh coolio is a, a rapper ladies and gentlemen oh
0: dj is that who i was saying earlier that was in uh justice league mortal or something i don't know i can't remember uh, i can't remember 20 minutes ago i don't know either way he was meant to be he was meant to be <laughs> okay that's great. uh
1: bruce wayne would have been committed to arkham at some
0: point <laughs> i mean that is a storyline it kind of makes sense as, as batman but joel so Star- I, I could do um
1: like. interesting enough this is a big thing that I've just come across and this is blowing my mind. Apparently, this concept is ex- kind of the concept of Joel Schumacher's third movie was what inspired Batman Arkham Knight.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, surely that makes sense. Apparently
1: way. that's that's a thing. That's an actual thing. Wow. So the people at Rocksteady were inspired by this not made script. Yeah, and were like, you can You can have. Let's turn it into a video game.
0: You can you can have certain ideas from certain directors and actors and writers and stuff. Doesn't mean that they are the ones that should be writing and doing it. Um,
1: yeah, had, yeah, had a big influence on Arkham Knight with Scarecrow being the main villain. Um, yeah, Batman's hallucinations of the Joker, etc., etc. Cetera, et cetera. Well, uh, Courtney Love was up for playing Harley Quinn. Uh, can't picture her, Courtney Love. I'm a Googler. The hallucination trial was inspired by Batman the animated series. Yeah. Um Batman and Robin split up. Didn't know they were together in the first place. But <laughs> they split up during the story? Um I guess Robin goes off to become Nightwing.
0: Oh, that's Courtney love. All right, sweet. Nice.
1: <laughs> Batgirl wasn't in the script, probably a bit, probably a good idea oh, to be God. honest. <laughs> um the first draft was 150 pages long <laughs> of uh, the script
0: <laughs> well normally isn't isn't the rule in filmmaking like a minute per page is like a um, page of, average
1: hollywood scripts come in between 110 and 120
0: pages long and this yeah was that's about two hours yeah, yeah yeah back then like a film was about two hours long
1: so yeah two two hours 20 minutes george clooney vowed not to return as batman um i <laughs> oh, bless him uh, there was an alternative script to all of this by the way that had the Man-Bat as the main villain. Yes, I want to see Man-Bat. Man-Bat is one of those those villains that I can't believe that we haven't done. In well, another one is Clayface. Clayface there's so many. The Mad Hat The Mad Hat How man. many times have I said I want a Mad Hatter Batman movie? Too many. <laughs> Maybe Matt Reeves will deliver on some of this.
0: Maybe. Please. We're getting the Riddler again, but properly but properly um thank god courtney love didn't get the role <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh, bliss <laughs> uh
1: yeah schumacher wanted redemption yeah whatever uh,
0: jesus these films sound incredible i want an ultimate universe when all of these films that we've mentioned are made marvel cinematic universe but i want timber and superman i want this whatever this is <laughs>
1: oh so apparently there's bits of this that found its way into batman begins yeah um the ending scene in
0: particular Um, in particular
1: okay so there was a scene basically in um uh schumacher's final movie in which batman defeats the villains oh sorry batman defeats the villains and he heads off to Bali, and he goes into a cave and he gets surrounded by bats which of course is a scene that is in batman begins where yeah. bruce drops into the cave he rediscovers the bat cave he fell in and he gets sworn by and he kind of sta and it's this moment of like becoming batman in a way yes
0: um I'm embracing the dark side um do it uh
1: Nicolas Cage was the first choice to play Scarecrow there we go
0: him as Scarecrow and Superman that would be brilliant make a Justice League film there you go
1: Nicholas Cage I feel like he needs to get a DC role like he was He was going to be Batman well, no he was, was going to be well, Superman, Superman. Well, and then he was going to
0: be Scarecrow rider. he was He was a Ghost Rider wasn't he he was also Big he Daddy
1: in Kick-Ass so.
0: he was great actually in that film Kick-Ass is like, a great movie Kick-Ass yeah. is a great film the second sec- one is, is shit. I'm sorry. It's it's not good. It's though. not good really, Not good it? at all, no. Um, it's a film that Jim Carrey was kind of good in, but whatever.
1: <laughs> he was quite good actually in that yeah. movie. But It was a different role for him as well. Everything he wasn't uses. quite so Jim Carrey <laughs> that it was yeah it was, border- it, was it was that
0: borderline role of just being yeah mental. Um, but there we go. That's, That's one that just
1: pops into my head because I was like, I swear Joel Schumacher was signed on to do a third Batman yeah. movie.
0: Yes, yes, yes. But it
1: would have been crazy. But well, some of the concepts found their way into, I mean, two, two really good Batman projects. You know, Batman Begins yeah, and, the, Arkham, and the Knight. Arkham Knight.
0: So, I still, I need to replay Arkham Knight because I remember loving that film, game. I need to replay Arkham City. I need to replay all of them. I, I replayed Arkham Asylum, which is really good. Now I need to just go back and play Arkham City and Arkham Knight follow me on twitch you can watch me play those games at some point maybe i don't know um yeah so i think that is everything to do with the topic i wonder if there's any more that we missed because i i only did a little bit of research yesterday that i just ran down that rabbit hole of like skate jam and fucking you know all the different superman films or like, why i can't i can't remember Spider-Man, which one i had yeah Jackson i can't remember
1: and... which one i had originally in my head we might have covered um it. Um, we might have covered it, yeah. but uh, I I can't remember which one it was, but um it was Yeah. It, it was quite a good one.
0: It was, it was certainly a uh, a rabbit hole. I'll um, probably
1: I'll probably remember it by next yeah. next podcast we do, but there we are.
0: I just realised there's another nearly another three hour podcast. Holy I shit, know. we are
1: it is very late and
0: I haven't eaten
1: yet, so uh, I apologise,
0: I need to eat as well. Um I'm gonna see if Jem wants to play games. Uh she probably doesn't um but anyway thank you all for listening slash watching uh we hope you enjoyed if you're listening to us on the podcast apps or whatever you listen to us on rate us rate us, rate us. and also if you liked it um share it around your friends and family see if they'd enjoy it yeah we, we'd greatly appreciate it um is there any spread the word of the spread, spread of the words spread the virus that what we are not the covid no <laughs> <don't> <laughs> the COVID. not the, co- no, not the not, covid not that virus the the and virus um if there's anything that you feel as though we've missed out on if there's any ideas that you had that we didn't mention or if there's any suggestions that you want to have for us topics in the future then you can email us at cityofgeekampod at gmail.com that'll be grand nice to hear from you uh what else is there we have right a facebook us, page yeah we got globe G- of geekum yeah uh we've got of geekum come in join in talk about stuff that you obsess about whether it's i don't know glasses if you love glasses, talk about us about glasses, or if there's any other DC stuff or Marvel stuff or any other sort of geeky stuff. Everyone's a nerd about something. Everyone loves talking about something. Absolutely. Things, yeah. And I wanna spread that thing. Like, even if, you know, we might have spoken about something today that you completely disagree with or you didn't like, it's it's fine. I, I always like to think that I keep an open mind. You know, yeah, you might like Rise of Skywalker. We do take the piss out of it all the time. But Yeah you know, I I love having conversations with people that obsess about something. It's like it's way more engaging than talking with someone that is just very monotone and hates life.
1: But yeah, spread well, that seems to be a general rule Enjoying. of thumb, I
0: think. Um yeah, so you can you can do that. Join us on that. I've also got a Twitter. Um that will be in the description below. Ooh, I'm also like we said, we're on Twitch. So it's slash visitkins You can watch us live and join in through the chat and I don't know, be kind. Be nice. I'm trying to think. So, Come yeah, and we're chill. Obviously, we're obviously... Yeah, so next week is going to be a bit different, the setup, because... You're not going to be here. I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be in the same room as you, Will, and I probably won't be in the same room as you for the next seven weeks. I know. It's going to be mad. Yeah. Unless there's a time that we want to all get together or something. Like that. I don't know. We're
1: going to have to um, figure out a different setup for this.
0: Yeah, so you need to take your mic upstairs and have the interface, and then just... It'll be easy to set up. Um, so we're going to be going yeah, to be it's, it's streaming it right. on we'll be we'll be discording together and then i'll stream discord through twitch and then we'll just have a conversation there and hopefully the podcast sound will sound good hopefully everything gets picked up um so yeah next week we're going to be doing it on that hobbit film that is condensed um yeah you'll
1: be seeing both me and ed in the shot yes
0: yeah well, the three of us will be here um that'll be, that'll be fine uh what else we've we, we got Shang-Chi coming up soon we've obviously got Marvel's What If is going to be finishing up very soon well I mean finish fairly soon it's just started, That's it's all just my started. talking about? Yeah um but we'll have, we'll have ideas of what to do for the next like seven podcasts or something like that I've got a list and we'll probably just like put them in order and what we want to do next or unless there's something that comes up that we're like oh we've got to do that one before anything else yes um that'll be good but yeah Thank you, everybody, so much for listening slash watching. And we hopefully will hear from you soon or see you in the next podcast. Bye. Take care. Bye.